Hey everybody, Jimmy Pardo here, Never Not Funny, with our guest Andy Daly right around the corner. But first, let's talk about Hello from the Magic Tavern. It's a fully improvised comedy chat show set in the fantasy land of Foon. It's like Cheers in Middle Earth, or it's always sunny in Narnia. Some of the Airwolf regulars have recently uh, been on episodes. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins, Lauren Lapkus, Sean and Hayes from Hollywood Handbook, Matt Gorley, you know the ones, Tony Newsom, John Gabris. You can start at the beginning to follow the whole story. You know, I just jump into any episode that sounds appealing to you. Listen, you can listen to new episodes of Hello from the Magic Tavern every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. But right now, you can listen to Never Not Funny in three, two, and please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Because it's been one of those days. Who's behind the door? A fistful of dullard. <laughs> Don't thaw the ice. Cocaine. Then you got the yellows. Here come the yellows. <laughs> Look, I'm not the best gay. Twelve years in, baby. Lucy and Goosey. Live on tape. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, indeed. Yes. Hey, I feel good. Little Jimmy Brown. They don't call him that. Nobody's called him that. Nobody's ever called him Jimmy Brown. I called him Mr. Brown. As, as you know, I was James I was Brown. ordered to call him Mr. Brown. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he kept me. Why do you keep saying that? I was told by you call me James. That's what that was. The, my conversation nice. the one time I met James Brown. Yeah. Then asked me open uh, open for him in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. I passed. Should've yeah, I'm stupid. So, I'm so upset that you passed. Stupid. On that. It, was, it would have been horrible. Would been horrible. And it, it would have been a great story. Would have been a great story. That was. Uh, uh, listen, we've doing the show twelve years. It's probably the nineteenth time the story has come up. Yeah. But uh, that would have been uh, 90, uh, still living. Daniel and I haven't moved in together yet, so it was ninety nine, maybe mm-hmm. ninety eight, ninety nine, and. Uh, I want to say 99. Uh, I probably would do it today for the story. I mean, it's, it's Is not he just... still touring? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, maybe the JBs are looking for a comic to open. I don't know if they're still touring. I'm happy to do it. You know what? Uh, I, I, that's a 50-50 split if I go out in that, <laughs> I with the JBs. That's, uh, you know what? 70-30. The JBs probably do very well for themselves if they're still You think active. the JBs do well for themselves? Yeah. I think you're out of your mind. JBs are good, man. I'm not suggesting they're not good. I'm just no. I just know bands that are out there and uh, you know, Karen, nobody's showing up. Karen's back. Welcome back, Karen. Can you see if the JBs are? are I still saw there? Tony Hadley with you know twenty nine of my closest friends. You think the JBs are pulling in more than Hadley? There, there's well, I'm very serious. Do you think the JBs are pulling in more than Hadley? By the way, the answer is of course is yes. But yeah, but it's uh, different. It's a different beast. This is not a piece of information that we can look up and actually discover, like what their ticket sales are or anything like that, is it? Like what they gross. Either what they gross they would, or they just would, the, the number. Like I don't know if the gross is like how many people are actually in the audience. That shows. Is well, you could see if they're touring. You could see what size venues they're doing. That oh, would yeah. help you a little bit. Is it J A Y B E E S? I guess just J period B period J B's. And, and, and by the way, if they are touring, let's get some past dates and have a uh, Garrett Cockrell call them and say, what was the turnout like? <laughs> <laughs> For yep. Fred Wesley and the new JBs? Yeah, let's find out what Fred's doing. Okay. So the JBs are done. I see. I don't keep track of these things, but. Uh, no upcoming events for the JBs. 
Now, if if you if Garen Cockrell were to call them, would we have him pretend to be another venue and say, "Hey, I'm trying to figure out whether this is a good booking"? Is I think that- he calls up. This is Garen Cockrell from the Pop Culture Beast Info Desk, sponsored by DogPile.com. Uh, we noticed that you just had Fred Winston and the JBs, or other guy's name was. Uh, curious as to what the turnout was, and then they go, "Oh, okay, uh, you know, we had nine people." Uh, see, because here's the thing: I want to see Garen pretend to be the, a theater owner. I do too. That'd, that'd be fun. The JBs have you have been like, toured since 2016. Oh boy! Well, look up the past date. Yeah, then. what did they play? <laughs> what was their last? <laughs> what was their last <laughs> good place? And see if anybody still works Let's there. Ignore the fact that they're not. They haven't been working for two years as as a possible indicator that. Uh, have you that ever long. seen Garen act? <laughs> uh, I'm I, aware that he does act. He sent that video to us that we never spoke about. <laughs> I watched it. Yeah, I did too. I thought I thought Garen did a very nice job. I, I thought he was well, the best thing you. in it. Yeah. No, well, listen. <laughs> the best of shit is shit. Right. I, I, I wasn't going to. No, no. Garen, Garen did. I thought. I actually. Th- I mean this sincerely, Garen. I thought. It's, it's weird that we never brought it up. It is because weird. Because the, the, the positive is that the guy that we would talk about did a great job. Right. Well, thank you. You were very likable, very natural, very. Uh, I like the hair. I did not care for the hair. <laughs> or the clothes. It fit the character, though. It did. I thought you did a great job. I did, too. Thank you. That's funny. We never even talked about that off the air, you and no, I, like in a we, phone call. we didn't respond to the email. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't I, remember it. Can I show you? You know that I'm a guy that deletes all my emails. You, yeah. you know that. You saved that one. Uh, there it is. It's the third one from the bottom because it's like at some point I have to respond to that one. You Wait, think, when was that sent? I like, just responded to it, Garen. Sounds great. Yeah, what was the date on that? Yeah, because I don't. I, I, June? I legitimately don't. I'm going to guess June. It. But uh, we're about to celebrate the uh, third month anniversary on this. 531. <laughs> wow. Wow. Three months, and we have not discussed this thing. <laughs> that, I mean, that doesn't... It wasn't because of your performance, Garen. It was just the rest of it was so atrocious, we felt like we couldn't say it. Those are Matt's words, not mine. I thought everybody did the best that they could. Everybody worked very, very hard. You're, glad you, you're glad you went? I couldn't get through it. Glad I got to see... I couldn't get through it either. <laughs> once, once Garen was off the screen, I fell asleep. Were you in... You Are you in more of it, Garen, or just that opening? Oh, no, I'm in the whole thing. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. It's How just, long did it go? You saw plenty. Well, it's like 10 or 15. 12 yeah. minutes long. I think I watched like your scene that the, you're in the opening scene and I was like, okay, got it. Well, you missed a lot of, a lot of, uh, Nudity? prop work. Oh, prop work. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't Did know. you see me play with the, it's three months, Karen. Pencil sharpener. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. That was the highlight. What, what if he's, what if he's tricking us? <laughs> oh my God. There's no pencil sharpener <laughs> in this thing. Hey, you two assholes. She goes like the car chase. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're great. You're great. Smart. You're good. What a better driver's ever seen. Very clever how you did that on a, on a small budget. Oh, yeah. The matchbox cars. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to apologize. I have never seen this email. There must have been a number of emails that came in. Maybe you weren't time. included on it. No, no. I, I just looked. You it wanted up. feedback, I, I, but not unlike, that much feedback. Unlike Jimmy, I keep all my emails so that I, if I need to go Me back, too. I can. I keep them if I have not responded to them. I understand that. But I keep them because I might need to search for them to remember a thing, right. as is being demonstrated now. So I apologize for not looking at that, Garen. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I guess I didn't see it. Garen, do you accept uh, Elliot's accept apology? Your apology, J- Jimmy. Can you it's look been... and see if if Elliot was included on that email? I just deleted it. <sighs> I know that I was because I just searched for it and found it. Yeah, he oh, did. you did. I yeah, didn't hear I you missed say it that. somehow. That's, oh man, he's easy, easy, easy. What the hell? He come at me. He didn't really. I, it was just, just, I didn't hear you say that you. He was actually. For it. He was actually kind of defending you. Yeah, I was trying to help you out, man. I yeah. just said that I. Do. Holy <laughs> shit! I told you I ignored it. Why won't you hear me, man? I rudely did not respond to an email I clearly received and read. What is exactly. your Elliot? What is, and I know I know I know this information, but you know that I uh, I retain nothing. <laughs> What's your fucking sure. problem? <laughs> <laughs> 
What is your What is your father's name? Peter. That's right. All right. So now from now on, whenever that happens, I'm going to go, all right, Peter. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's what's going to happen. Oh, not nice. That's that what's going to happen. I don't know what if I, even that? I would cross that line. That really doesn't ring a bell to me. But Peter Hochberg? I don't think yeah. we ever heard it. Have you ever said that? I don't know. Maybe. Pete Hochberg? Ever, ever go by Pete? No. Pete Hochberg? I like Pete Hochberg. No. <laughs> I guess just from everything you've told us about your dad, he doesn't sound like no. a Peter. But a Stan, maybe? Yeah. Or yeah. Abe. A- Abe is Especially it, with your middle it. name. Like, yeah. Oh, wait, your mom is Jewish, right? Not your dad? No, your dad is. No, we're, we both, uh, my, Hochberg. Not that we, not that we never, went into, never went into this, but my dad was never bar mitzvah, but yes. Peter is just doesn't. Boy, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't Peter feel Jerome. like I've ever heard that. Peter Jerome, Jerome Hochberg. Jerome. <laughs> Jerome. Wait, did he tour with the, the time? <laughs> and now Jerome. Uh, I, I say that on stage almost every one of my stand-up sets. Yeah. It never applies. It's like, it's like, sort of goes. It's fun to say. I go, and then this, and now Jerome. And then it's always just a little throwaway that uh, gets nothing. And, and deservedly so. Yeah. Deserves to get nothing. No one remembers that. Everyone, the, the, only the people in this room know what that means. Yeah, give to my audience. Uh, the never funny fans get that. Yeah, they get it and they get it strong. <laughs> Last night, by the way, uh, that thing was going around on uh, Twitter that uh, your rap name is Young plus whatever you just spent your last money on, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you just bought. Is that spent your last money on? Is that <laughs> sentence at all? <laughs> it's like how Charlie would have said it. <laughs> I know. I mean, are we going the day after today? It's called tomorrow, son. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly legitimate uh, description of tomorrow. Uh, it uh, so uh, I was uh, I I thought of it, like I I don't know what we could say in this climate. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. of anything like. I wanted to put young prostitute and uh, you know young heroine. How about young sex worker? Yeah, you know that was that. Like I, I didn't have the energy to. to, to uh, by the way, I'm not. I'm not Doctor Edgy. Those are not the edgiest of jokes. I just thought they'd be funny. Uh, but I didn't have the energy to to have one asshole come at me. Mm-hmm. Um, anyhow, uh, the truth was, it was. Uh, it, it would have been young Coke Zero with potato chips. That would have been. And friend of show Debbie Weissman. Hers was young Coke Zero with ketchup flavored potato chip. Mine were not wow. ketchup flavored. But how bizarre is that? Wow. That's crazy. Weissman. That's why she calls herself Never Not Debbie. She yep. gets it. She is in the zone. She gets Synchronized it. with Oh, speaking of in the zone, uh, Doc, talk it up here. Uh, this is. I'm talking docs with you. Uh, last uh, Wednesday, mm-hmm. I watched uh, a documentary, and I was going to bring it up on Thursday. And then Erica Rhodes was here. We, you know, a lot of stuff was happening. J.P. Spaulding was in here. He brought many appliances into the room. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we'll welcome back Aaron later. I, we'll, we'll do a full uh, mm-hmm. uh, check-in with him. But uh, So I never got around to talking about how I watched the Leonard Skinner, the new Leonard Skinner documentary on mm-hmm. Showtime. Hmm. So uh, I'm all I'm all ready to go uh, to talk about it. Uh, by the way, do you want to wait for our guest? That seems like something our guest might want to talk nope. about. Okay, <laughs> uh, it's irrelevant to, to what we're just saying. So uh, I will say this about uh, that: if you've ever seen a uh, any sort of behind the music or anything on Leonard Skinner, you're good. You're covered. Got it. You don't need to see another version of that. Right. Uh, no revelations. No, but it, 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 you know what? Honestly, it's a nice refresher. To uh, they explain the flag. They explain. The uh, 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 the Neil Young, the, you know, they, they that you know they they go out of their way to let you know they're not racists, they're mm-hmm. not bigots. They you know it's okay. that, and, and it's a good reminder because I like those guys. I like the music, and it's like God, I hate the fact that they might be you know. And maybe you know what? Maybe some members are. 
And, mm-hmm. and uh, in fairness to them, they grew up in little dirt road places where, uh, you know, that was the norm. And yeah. uh, you grow out of that, hopefully. Um, anyhow, uh, I was going to bring it up on this very show. Failed to do so. Talked about it with my wife. Remember Leonard Skinner died on Friday. Oh, oh shit! Wow. So it was one of those like it's it's in the like it was yeah. like I said at home and I go I have to take credit for this one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it isn't the show really. It it's made you. It made me me. Somebody else just died too. Not not John. No, Neil McCann. Simon. Neil Simon. We remember what? we were just talking about, about the Odd Couple. The Odd Couple and Biloxi Blues and all those things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we are. We're, I, I say we're warlocks. I've said that before, <laughs> yeah. and I'll say it again. I'd like to say we're witches, but I don't want mother coming after me. <laughs> that guy's on a hunt for them, from what I understand. He's looking for them. Yeah. Right? No collusion! <laughs> you see the trailer for that new Jack Black movie with like him and uh, Kate Blanchett? Is that the magic the magic one? Yeah. I, I forget what that. it's called. It's like based on the acclaimed book that no one's ever heard of. The house with the clock in its walls. Yeah, that's what it's called. Had you ever heard of that book? Nope. It, yeah, it's acclaimed. <laughs> I, I I have never heard of that. I mean, it's, is it a child's book? It must be a children's book. But I feel like I mean I've heard of Goosebumps. I've heard of you. Also have a ten year old yes. about to be ten. Right. I'm about to have an eleven year old. It seems like it'd be right in their wheelhouse. They would have. Yeah, that seems like no per- perfect Oliver book. Nothing out right. Yeah, like he loves magic. Don't say Joey likes uh, Harry Potter. That's yeah, right. exactly. It seems like it'd be right there. So where is this famous book? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> anyway, that trailer they they're warlocks apparently um ah, man i just i don't know man <laughs> first of all there's another goosebumps movie coming out jack black's not in this that one but like i saw the trailer for that back to back with this other one and i'm like it seems like it that jack black just keeps making the same movie what'd you bring the kids to see over the weekend now this is a couple weeks back um i've seen that trailer multiple times i think i saw it before teen titans go and saw it before christopher robin mm. And uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm all set with that trailer. <laughs> I got the message. <laughs> I see us seeing it, though. I see us going to see that. It might be great. Like I don't know. Uh, name one bad Jack uh, Jack Black movie. You can't, can you can shall hell. <laughs> name I I think you can name three. Um, Saving Silverman isn't in a love. Um, but name I mean bad like really bad. I mean. There's that one where he invents the spray that makes dog poop disappear. Right, name what? one. Let's talk about the ones I've seen. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm getting at. What was that one called? Big one. It's forget. like him and Ben Stiller, maybe, or yeah. was it? And I think Larry David wrote that. What and was it, that called? And it's like a very a movie Jimmy won't watch. Is that the name of the? the I think that? that is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it was bad. Here's the three I'm thinking of. Okay, King Kong. Yeah, oh yeah, that is bad. Um. I was not a fan of the wrestling movie. I kind of like that. Luca, uh, Luca, oh, Nacho yeah. Libre. Nacho Libre. Nacho yeah, Libre. I don't like that either. And then... Uh, hey, name a good Jack Black movie, because I don't know. Well, like, School, of, School of Rock, right? School of Rock's great. Shallow Hell, I did not like. I, I mean, I, I'll make this potentially blasphemous statement, uh, not to anyone in here, but maybe to my old internet chums of yore. Uh, the Tenacious D and the Pick of De- Destiny is a bad movie. You don't like that movie? No, it's not good. Well, story-wise, it's, it's structurally not great, but I, I enjoyed it. I'm sure I enjoyed it uh, when I saw it, but yeah, it, I you know if you like the thing that got me into them was the HBO series. If it and it was a huge disappointment compared to those. Mm, I never, I actually we, never saw did that. We just killed Jack Black. Oh no! Envy, by the way, is the movie you're thinking of. Envy. Envy. Barry Levinson and period V period directed it. Barry yeah. Levinson directed it. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Adams wrote it. Oh, Steve Adams. Adams. I think. I think. Uh, What's up? I think Larry David did a ghost ride on that, like a little punch up. 
You think so? I remember reading it for work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's public knowledge, but I'm pretty sure I worked on it. Well, your NDA is over, right? If I ever had one, I don't. I don't Did you ever have one I'm, over there? I must have. I must have signed something when I first started, but I don't remember. There had to be. There's no way they're going to let you not have an NDA and you're able to run around town and right. divulge script secrets. That's true. That's true. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe on the honor system. How true is it? <laughs> what? What did I say? That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. They don't want. They don't want the secrets of uh, what's going on in the. Uh, I read the. Well, I guess they did eventually make it, but there was a big. Oh no, they didn't make the. This is a weird Larry tangent. David produced it. What? He produced it. Larry David produced it. Okay. So he did a ghost. He, 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 he did a sweep on it. There's no doubt about it. Well, the reason why I, I think that it was kind of odd is because then he made that movie that Chicago is in. Uh, it was like a... The HBO movie. The HBO movie, yeah. That he wrote and directed, I think. Yeah. And it's got some odd similarities oh, is that right? to Envy, I think. Yeah. It's, it's about a guy who makes a ton of money by inventing something and then like just kind of is like cashes out or whatever. Anyway, uh, I, I was at imagine when they were trying to make this sprockets movie with Mike Myers and, um, it's kind of a notorious situation. Um, I don't, I like, I was not on the inside of any of this stuff, but apparently like they had a deal signed ready to go. And then Mike Myers was just like, I don't want to do it. And they were like, well, we have a contract. You, you made, you said you would do it. Now you won't. And, it, I, this is my recollection at least that is the reason why he made the cat in the hat with them is because he owed them oh, really? a movie that he refused to make uh, and I read the Sprocket script uh, look I like Mike Myers I liked Wayne's World and Sprockets I liked all that stuff uh, growing up I thought it was great and uh, I didn't really at the time I don't think I really understood why he wouldn't do it Maybe it was the right call. He he made that other terrible movie. What was the one with the guru or whatever? Oh yeah, oh, the love, love guru. The love guru. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was bad. Um, so it's like I don't bad. I don't know what what made him shy away from this. It's like maybe well, not a big he, enough character. Isn't he a little? Uh... He maybe didn't want to do another SNL character thing. Like that might have been that, but. Uh, was it right after Blow? Was it? Was he thinking he was going to become like a oh, it could have legit been, actor. Could have had something to do with that, maybe. Yeah, and I'm not suggesting he's so not then a legit actor. Cat <laughs> right? <laughs> he's like, well, at least they won't see my face. And anymore. arguably unwatchable, right? Cat I that? couldn't get through it, and I, I worked on I that didn't too. Watch it. Well, it's not for you. I, I must have seen it a hundred times because of Oliver. Wow, really? He I, was he was <clears throat> very much into it, and he was like two or three. But uh, hmm. for me, Jesus, I, I realize that there's there's no logic to this, but like the the. What is it? The Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie? Mm-hmm. The new one? The, t- the newer Tim one, the one. Johnny Depp one? Yeah. Basically, anything where the makeup looks similar to that, I just I just don't want to see. <clears throat> so, so I didn't so, see The Grinch. I didn't see the Cat in the Hat movie. Right. Um, the Every Tim Burton Lorax. movie of the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah, basically. Is The Grinch a Tim Burton movie? No, no. But the I mean, I mean the Charlie and Chocolate Factory, the Alice, Alice in Wonderland, Alice yeah, through right, the Looking Glass, oh. all those. I haven't seen any of them. And then, I don't know. I mean, Dumbo... What do you think? I don't know if there's going to be crazy makeup like that, but it's another Disney Tim Burton yeah, but collab. Yeah, trailer looks good. Am I going to be fooled by that? That's the first Tim Burton movie I wanted to see in the theaters. Is yeah. that true? The first movie you've ever wanted to see in the theaters? No, since, since Nightmare Before Christmas. Scissor Hands. No, I didn't even see that. You didn't see that one? Since Sleepy Hollow. How Maybe. far back? How far back? You gotta go. Sleepy Hollow might have been the last one I was excited no, about. No, Big Fish. Oh, Big Fish. No. Yeah. What about Planet of the Apes? Didn't see it. <sighs> didn't you know what? I think I did want to see that. Yeah. It was. I mean, we didn't, we didn't know it was going to suck. Yeah, I wasn't like I wasn't like you, like uh, invested in the franchise. So I just saw it out of curiosity. Like I was just like, oh, let me see what this is. Mm-hmm. And opening night, Danielle. 
Danielle and I were there opening night. Are you? Have you seen or uh, opening night? You must have heard about of it this. all. You, you're still here. Yeah. Um, is that that magic crystal talking? What is that? Uh, <laughs> this seems like up your alley and yet not up your alley at the same time. I'm listening. Our friend Dana Gould uh, just wrote a book, wrote a graphic novel yeah. based on the original Rod Serling script of Planet of the Apes. That oh, wow. Now that interests me. I don't know Wait. why I have not received that in the mail yet, quite frankly. I don't hmm. know why. You yeah. know, you know, he sends me, he makes a mug, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even joking. Yeah. All of a sudden I open up my mail and there's a package from Dana Gould and it's a Planet of the Apes mug. I feel like this is a piece of information that I should but do not have. Rod Serling wrote Planet of the Apes? He wrote the original. the original script, I guess. I don't know. And then it was rewritten. It made him like an original short story sort of thing. Yeah. I, listen, I this is, that. again, one of these things that I know because I've read every book on Planet of the Apes and I, my brain just can't give you the information. Okay, But Rod Serling, crucially involved in that. Crucial. It's <laughs> a good word choice. The movie choice. doesn't happen without him. It's a very good word choice. Yeah. Very good word choice. He wrote the sc- screenplay, but did he write the ending? He did not. I think that oh, was, no, yeah, like that that was, was the his, famous that would be trivia. Alley too. Yeah, I think he did not come up with the the big twist. Yeah, that's because it seems uh, like such a chubby checker. And the fat boys. <laughs> no, 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 they don't, they don't get so right on no, that. No, we are not <laughs> including that. No, not for the. Oh, the, this was a legit question in my car yesterday uh, with Oliver Griffin Pardo. He said. Uh, uh, Walk This Way came on the radio and he said which one do you like better Dad? this version or the one with Run, uh, Run DMC <laughs> and I said probably the original I don't really have a reason yeah. to like the one and he goes yeah the one with Run, D- uh, Run DMC gets a little slow which is surprising because uh, they're pretty fast rappers <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, uh, an actual conversation so he, uh, he he's familiar enough with Run DMC to know that they are they can rap faster than that <laughs> and that they do not in that song that is interesting I don't know <laughs> what other what, how else has he been exposed to? Name I guess what? from Danielle. No, no. Name I, what? Name what other Run DMC song my son would know? Although I will tell you this, he knows every every song. We will be in the car, and uh, he'll go. Uh, something will come on, and I go. Oh, you know this one, son. Uh, and he go. And yeah. And then he sings the next line before it happens. Yeah. He knows everything. I bet he knows. Uh, it's tricky. That that sort of permeated into the. Is that culture. fast? That's right. Kind of. Well, then he's right. Yeah, listen. Listen to it. It's tricky. At least the chorus tricky, is a little tricky, faster. Tricky, tricky, tricky. It's mm. tricky to rock around to rock. Yeah, that's faster than... than the, the, the run, I mean, Walk This Way, they were matching the cadence of the original song. Which is, I mean, actually, it's some of that is fast. sort of fast. I yeah. don't know. I, don't, I, listen, I, I might disagree with Oliver. I don't, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't about. think that's the, necessarily that slow. Because, like, it, it takes two is kind of slowish. It takes two is not Run DMC. I know that. What I was oh, okay. just saying, like I'm thinking of sl- like because oh slower rap songs because early popular hip hop hip hop mm-hmm. that I would have heard is comparatively slow and some of it's like almost like crazy slow compared to where Endless Love is not a fast song. <laughs> True. I'm trying to think of a slow. So well, there's now? there's you know there's like those you know LL Cool J made a song called I Need Love, which is like a maybe the fir- arguably the first rap ballad, and it's terrible, but it, it's slow. <laughs> but what, what you couldn't, uh, the, no, listen, again, showing my knowledge of the one LL Cool J song I know, mm-hmm. Going Back to Cali. Going Back to Cali is slow. It's pretty slow. Yeah, that's a slow. That's pretty a, slow. That's a good example of a slow rap. You know where he's going? Back to Cali. <laughs> going back to, where they drop that in that movie Colors is the perfect. Yo, I don't think so. 
You don't like the word they put? No, I was just quoting the song. I yeah, agree yeah, with I you completely. I don't remember. I don't remember that being in that movie. I haven't seen Maybe. that movie in. Wait, is it not in that movie? Twenty five years. Is it in less than zero? Is it in less than it, zero? It might be less than zero. Whatever movie it's in, it's in the perfect spot because it mm-hmm. it said something to me. Mm-hmm. A racist, close minded bigot from the <laughs> South Side of Chicago. You're like you. I don't like this kind of yes. music, but I will tip my cap to this placement. That's right. What what soundtrack is that on, Gary? Less than zero. It is on less than zero. Yeah, that makes more sense. Beautiful, beautiful poster for. Less than movie poster for less than zero. I'm not sure I ever realized it was Alan Cool J. Yeah, the ladies love him. He's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, don't get confused because Biggie, uh, you know, Notorious B.I.G. made a different song called oh, Going okay. Back to Cali That's what I'm in the mid 90s. I'm going, going back, yeah. back to Cali, okay. Cali. That was part of the East Coast, West Coast rap feud. He was stepping on Tupac's turf. And death rose turf and saying, uh, fuck all y'all. I will go to your city and fuck your hoes and then go home. I'll smoke your weed and I'll see you later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a critical point in the fatal. Is it crucial? <laughs> it is crucial. I think it is crucial to the, to the story of, of course, that beef. Of course it is. But, you know, it, they didn't it, like uh, that because they, especially because it's an interesting if you hear that song, they take a lot of the sound of West Coast rap, particularly the, the production style of, of Dr. Dre and use that like like that weird uh, whatever that uh, guitar filter is or whatever it is. And uh, it was a real uh, it was a real shot across the bow of uh of the Death Row guys. Do you think Bon Jovi fought with poison? <laughs> Do you think there's a hair metal version of this? God, that would have been great if those guys had oh, both been murdered. That's, that's, that's muddy up John Bon Jovi's face and get that bandana off of Brett Michael's head. Yeah. I bet there was some petty squabbling amongst those hair metal bands. There sure. has to be. Yeah. I mean, imagine, imagine that Sunset Strip. Those guys weren't all, uh, you know, all for one, one for all. They had, they had to be. Yeah, I'm sure it was cutthroat. Yeah. To try to get to get to the top. No question. And they all got signed. Could you imagine being the, in 1987 being the one band on Sunset Strip that didn't get signed? There must have been. Had to be. Yeah. Do you well, really consider Bon Jovi hair metal? Well, I, I mean, their first album, certainly. The I mean, the hair, yes. Yeah, but the metal. Was, they were classified that way at the time, but I yeah. agree with you. Now it I seems always ridiculous. I equate that with guy like the bands that kind of were femmed up a little bit. Yeah, the Sunset Strip. Uh, but guys. look at the first couple. Like, just look at some. Look at that bad album cover of what is it? Six ninety eight hundred seventy eight hundred Fahrenheit. Yeah, the one before Slippery and Wet. Yeah, you yeah. look. You look at the back cover of that. They were. They the hair were doesn't fit on that. Full makeup. Yeah, that's awful. The hair was out of control. Even the, I think even all the way through New Jersey, they had the hair in full effect. But um, but the makeup calm down a little bit maybe they were trying to they were all you know it was a weird thing where like they because they were from new jersey there was a little bit of like the you know we're 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 gonna do the style but we have a little bit of like we're still gonna collar yeah we're gonna change your tire too (laughs) 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 we're not that pretty we're gonna a little bit of toughness and ironically he's the prettiest of them all yeah that's what's weird he he didn't need the makeup yeah that's how pretty he was god he's got a lot of bangles on in this that cover yeah look, look at that cover let me see that cover is that the it's all it's all glowy is and... that for 7800 yeah yeah hold on it's loading there, is that's there... the one with runaway on it no runaways on the very first one. Oh, so there was two before slippery and one there might be, yeah there was uh bon, just bon jovi okay uh, I, so what was on the second i don't know one? The, i don't know maybe it's just called bon jovi well there's one song on 7800 fahrenheit and then people kind of were like 
They're done. Yeah, this man's not going to. Well, good for them. They tried. <laughs> and then here you go. You can't get away from this asshole. You know, the album cover is just a wet garbage bag with the name written in it. Look at those idiots. Holy shit. I mean, that is just, that's just generic. List the songs on that, Garen. Please. I love the backlighting on that hair to make it's it glow. In and Out of Love. Maybe. Yeah, I know that one. The Price of Love. Mm-hmm. Only Lonely. King of the Mountain. Silent Night. Tokyo Road. Silent Night's not bad. Tokyo Road's not bad. The Hardest Part is the Night. Always run to you to the fire and secret dreams. I don't think I know a single one of these songs. I think the first, if you heard the first one, what was the first one called again? In and out, I think I know that one. In and out of love. In and out of love. Yeah, okay. Yeah, isn't that? that? I, I don't know. Play, play a little bit. Yeah, play that. Oh, let me get it on my. Uh, I don't know why I know it. And maybe Price of Love. Maybe. What? Tokyo Road's not bad. Silent Night's not bad. Here it comes. Silent Night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, guys. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, wouldn't have I really don't know why I know this. It's weird. They played it a lot. I didn't know the name of this album. <laughs> so that's the whole song is just that line? Yep, just this. Here it I comes. Mean... <laughs> Awful. Turn it up. See how he's even trying to... It's trying yeah, to be more. Yeah. It's trying to match that sunset strip. Like bon that's not a. That's no. You like, like that? I, I don't like. That. I like their their favorite album. Of mine is these days, which it was their big comeback album. You have to know. You just 90s. said their favorite album of mine. As if Bon Jovi said, "We're going." What's your favorite console? <laughs> so you have them all. I got them all. I've got demons and other uh, short stories. That's that <laughs> it spun me around and I, I hit the curb. What? Uh, that sentence spun me around and I hit the curb. What? You don't you don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Should we? I did. I'm trying to decide though. I'm trying to decide uh, why everybody's having a great time. We're all having fun, and then here it comes sideways. Got to add something to it. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that contempo casuals jacket you're wearing. Hey. What's going on over there? Why are you I getting? I can't see you, it. T- you two have been at each other's backs oh. the second. Uh, yeah, that yeah that this, on last this, week. This is. Calvin Klein, I'll have you know. That's Cal Klein. That's right. Uh, I had a Calvin Klein suitcase on my trip. I'm glad we could share this time. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you came back with an attitude, Gary. Yeah. You're all over no Elliot. Way. Leave that if Michigan that totem, attitude. That totem around back his east. neck. It's got to be. Uh... We're gotta hear more about. We're gonna, you know, when we go around the horn, we're gonna hear all about your trip. Uh, not all about it. We'll get some highlights, and then maybe next uh, week we'll get. I some can tell more. you there are no highlights. <laughs> 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 I like the picture that you posted of that uh, room full of dolls you had to sleep oh, in. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's horrifying. Oof. I don't like dolls, guys. No, they're creepy. They are creepy. Um, by the way, that Bon Jovi song, yeah. you, if you did a blind taste test with someone who didn't know any music from the 80s, yeah. between that and take any Motley Crue song, and you would say, like, which one was considered the harder like more like metally band you wouldn't know like that's well, the who, same who would me. you say it is i'm saying they're the same like ever the, the image of bon jovi's rep was that they were soft and that motley crew was like dangerous and like mm-hmm. hard like oh they're devil worshipers but the music if you put the music side by side but it, again after slippery with wet it changed a little bit it became yeah. a little more you know blue mainstream yeah use that, that's uh, true this, I guess they were going for I don't know they, were they going, definitely were going for the harder thing but they I feel like even then run, like Runaway is a is just a pop rock that's a song. pop song yeah 
But that's the, that, that was also the other uh, slam on that guy is that he didn't know what he wanted to be. Yeah. Like he wanted to be a pop star with that first one. And they had that keyboard that was so prominent. <laughs> you can't have a keyboard if you're trying to be real metal. She's a little right, right, right Not out of the That's gate. a good song. That though. is a good song. I yeah. don't disagree with you. Yeah. I've said it over and over. I, the, the songs I like, you I don't like him. him or his voice. It's weird because his voice, there's nothing wrong with his voice. Just it's my ear. Yeah, I get you. It's my ear in a way that I do not care for. You, can you admit he's a good singer, though? I don't know if I can. I don't know if he I, is. Because I don't like Because I don't like it. <laughs> I think it's, he's, technically he's good, though. He hits notes. He's, I mean, you know, I, I, he's reaching for stuff. But He's got the fundamentals. Yeah, he's got the key, <laughs> yeah. paint. Right? He's, he's, the, he's, like, he's like a point guard of rock and roll. <laughs> sure. Right? He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. My son and I had this conversation the other day. What, you know, what band is... Uh, uh, what other dad? What other bands do you think should be in the Rock Hall of Fame that aren't? That's uh, that was a question. He initiated that conversation. Well, we were talking because Pat Benatar was on, and, okay. and it is ridiculous She's that not she in. is not in. There. No, that's bad. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Is Joan Jett in? Yeah. Okay, that, that's that's a crime. Name, name another one. Uh, just sticking with women, but uh, uh, like from that era. Um, there's here's what we narrow. We narrowed it down to there's really three female rockers. Huge. Lita Ford? No. She shouldn't be in she, Well, she's in with the Runaways. But uh, yeah. I think the Runaways before, That's crazy. before Pat the, Benatar. The Runaways are in there. Janis Joplin, Pat Benatar, and Hart would be like the three big. Janis Joplin is not in the Rock and no, Roll no, Hall of Fame? No, they are. Oh, okay. Those are the three big female yeah. rock and roll. Yes. And, uh, and Hart's in, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Pat, Pat, Pat Benatar. She had the hits. How the hell is she, she not in there? She, had the, she has the Grammy wins. She yeah. had the uh, critical acclaim. Blondie's in. But that's not rock and roll. That's uh, more uh, new wave, new wavy. Oh yeah, and okay. disco-y. Uh, it's ridi- it's ridiculous. And if, considering that she did, she kicked the door down mm-hmm. for women to be leads front yeah, people of a is, rock band. That's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And so then Oliver said, you know, name uh, some other ones. And I literally at the time came up with two. Uh, it's just Iron Maiden and Judas Priest are the only other two that I could think of. I'm you know obviously there's a scroll of them, but those are yeah. the. To Judas Priest changed heavy metal, and, and Iron Maiden was the the, the biggest of the, the British wave of uh, the metal. new wave of British metal, or mm-hmm. the British new wave of heavy metal, whatever the fuck that's called. And, you know, heavy wave. That's a conversation I have with my 10-year-old son. <laughs> <laughs> he will be the last living person to care about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame <laughs> at some point I, in his life. You know what? I was thinking that, too. At, at some point, you know, now, now that they're, they, they finally have realized, hey, we're being uh, critical snobs, mm-hmm. and they're kind of let, they're letting the Bon Jovis in, and, and yeah. which, by the way, fine, whatever. I don't. I don't yeah, care. I mean, th- that's the weird thing is, like, Bon Jovi, like, they're kind of the other side of the coin from... Iron Maiden and Jewish Priest. They had all the hits, right? All the record sales, not as, uh, but no acclaim and and no respect, right? <laughs> and Iron Maiden and Judas Priest didn't have, really have hits. They didn't. They had album. The Ju- album Judas sold Priest well, had but, uh, the one. You get another thing coming. That's right, really the only right. hit they had. And and I don't think Iron Maiden ever had a hit. No. Did they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like I I somehow misunderstand what a Hall of Fame is, but <laughs> fame is in the title. So the most popular. Should be the ones to get in. Well, first. you know what? One could certainly argue that, Elliot, uh, and many a uh, journalist has. Uh, but you know, the guys, the, the the people that started that thing were just snobs who, you know, they would, uh, you know, put in Aretha Franklin before they put in a rock band and you know uh, into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I'm not putting down Aretha Franklin. That is not the premise of this. But Aretha, but I mean, I guess you know the Queen of Soul, right? But in 1950, she was rock and roll, right? I guess we'd be considered that. 
Well, I'm on a list of 20 women who should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All right, here we go. Here we go. It's from 2016, so some of them may have been added. Well, if they are, I'll, I'll give you an update. Runaways. The, wait, the Runaways? I, I, I was under the impression they were in. They're right off the... Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they've gotten in in the last two years. Is that true? I maybe. feel like we... No, that doesn't ring a bell. No, that boy is no. It, I, Then I'm wrong. I apologize to, to Leader Ford. Stevie Nicks? As a solo act? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's legit. She certainly had a very uh, viable career. Yeah. Go-Go's? Eh, yeah, that's that's a tough one. Patsy Cline? What? Patsy Cline should certainly be in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, Elliot, I know you're confused by this. They, there's, It's all genres. They say rock and roll, right. but it really should just be called the music hall of fame. Exactly. It's supposed well, to be all-encompassing. All right. They say about the Go-Go's, they remain the only all-female band to land a number one album with a record they both completely wrote and performed themselves. Huh. Well, they should be in. Yeah, they should be, but, you know, they, they were never respected uh, you know they, they were always kind of maligned as being not great singers or not great players i love the music they I mean, wrote the entire album themselves <laughs> I, I love those songs i don't care i mean uh but yeah i think people didn't take them seriously for a long time i agree with that cindy lopper yeah that, that was one what danielle and i were oh uh, i assumed she was in very angry about it yeah that's crazy ella fitzgerald didn't she yeah, just that's, that's like pre i mean that's going way back i don't know if that makes any sense like it's one thing to have soul singers and rappers but like if you're going back to like before the 50s uh, i don't know i mean i know she she overlapped with some of that stuff but pat benatar infuriating Xine Cervenka from x x yeah no <laughs> nina simone i think she just got in yeah she did because of that documentary probably jillian gilbert in order, order? No, no. What the fuck? What? No. From what? I don't know. The new order? Oh, new order. Yeah. So, so if, if it's an individual, so they're just saying new saying order should be should be in. New order's secret weapon has always been keyboardist and guitarist Jillian Gilbert. That is their secret weapon. So, so she certainly should be. So they're just saying new order should be in the hall. Apparently, yeah. I mean, because do, do they? If if you are like the guitarist for Led Zeppelin. Would you get into the Hall of Fame on your own by like, yourself? Like somebody like or, Joe Walsh could, because Joe Walsh had like a career on his own. So you have to have a solo album. Yes. You, yes. It, it, you, there, there aren't like like grades where it's like, oh, we're gonna individually take these. Meetings. No, like Eddie Van Halen, it's not in on his own. Okay. That he, yeah, you get in with your band, right? Or and, you get in with your solo, or both. Sometimes, right. but that's why Stevie Nicks obviously got in with right. Fleetwood Mac, but has yet to but get like, in like there's solo. no way Eddie Van Halen would ever get in solo even if he just kicked off a solo career now no he would never make it in there's, you're solo. damn right he wouldn't yeah. what if it was great if he put out oh, he five great it. albums yeah, he then, might then he right, then right, and rightfully so yeah. Marvelettes Marvelettes yeah it's time <laughs> <laughs> name one song couldn't couldn't is it, is it, don't they have one of those songs that's like in every Vietnam War movie the Marvelettes mm. yeah I bet, it, I bet they do you might right. know the name I think they sing please Mr. Postman yeah remember that in Vietnam <laughs> the guys are <laughs> the guys Charlie the they're right home. in a minute Mr. Postman <laughs> Fanny <laughs> who Fanny yeah Fanny deserves mm-hmm. to be in there uh, Kate Bush you know, Kate she just yeah. get in? No, she didn't get in, but people are... Uh, are I, I, don't, I, I don't know where I stand with Kate Bush. I enjoy Kate Bush. I don't know if she deserves to be in the Rock Hall of Fame. Kim Gordon. Then I'll tell her to her face. From who? Sonic Youth. Yeah. No. Mary Wells. Yeah, that one's... Yeah, Mary Wells deserves to be in there. Grace Jones. No. No. <laughs> Susie and the Banshees. No. Not, this one's not shocking. Not quite popular, no. Carol King. Yeah, she should be in. Wait, Carol King is not in... Is she not in the Rock Hall of Fame? 
she is as a songwriter. Rightfully so. But not as a performer. Mm, okay. <laughs> I can you live know, with that. You know what? She got her trophy. She's good. She's all set. Yeah. Susie Quattro? Susie Quattro had, she played Leather Tuscadero. <laughs> she had what, two albums? She's from Detroit? She might have nine albums. But. Is there any, like, 90s? I feel like there's, eventually, they're, we're going to get to, like, all the big acts from the 90s, like Sarah McLaughlin and, like, nope, Amy, Amy Mann or, or Indigo Girls. They should definitely be in there. Yeah. Eventually. But I don't know if their 25-year thing is, is, that's the other thing, Elliot. You have to have, your first thing has to have come out 25 years prior to okay. be eligible. Okay. So if you uh, longevity is there, you have to you have to have remained in the in the public eye for twenty five okay. years. Uh, God, turn your mic off. For look, God's sake! Look how look how much smoother that was for me to hand my phone to Garen as opposed to just <laughs> yeah. answering it. God's sake! Didn't interrupt at all. I think that's just a way to say that there's some objectivity because we've we've had twenty five years to right. think about this band. You can look back and yeah. say, hey, they're famous. <laughs> we've determined that they are famous yeah <laughs> it's true if you take that name literally then it shouldn't be complicated at all it's just like is this person famous does everybody know who this person is then yes they're we've in. been around for 25 years and we still remember who they are well you know when i did that podcast that joe i can never say his last name joe Cooey. uh when i did his podcast they uh he's got like this uh, list of things that they have to t- that he feels you have to tick off to get into the mm-hmm. rock and roll hall of fame okay and um uh I don't know if some of these people that uh, we've mentioned uh, have it. The Marvelettes? They're loosening up the the other... The, the Marvelettes are never getting in. Drop it. No, no. I, I, I'm i not saying they are, but like... Why you've chosen to die on the hill for the Marvelettes <laughs> is beyond me. Well, Jimmy... <laughs> Name I, one other my song. My grandmother was in the Marvelettes. Well, then I'll listen. I get royalties from her album sales. It would be a big help to my family. Well, then, you know what? Let's get her in the... Let's I didn't get know the... Matt was black. <laughs> She was the she was the sixth Marvelette. How many Marvelettes were there? Oh, she was the white one. <laughs> yeah, she didn't tour. She uh, she played the cowbell. Yeah, it was a Millie Vanilli situation, right? <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, she was in studio. She did all the studio, and then they sent out those yeah, uh, that's four right. women. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, well, Andy Daly has just walked in. He's wearing uh, some uh, mooted colors. We'll see how that uh, affects he, play. He walked in without glasses on. I, were, were you conscious of the fact that your glasses were still tinted and then you had to wait for them to untint or do you have two pairs of glasses? I got two pairs of glasses. Oh, you got two. Okay. Oh, you did a little swippy swap? I did a little swip swap when I came in a room. Gotcha. I'm I see. I'm going to wear these. These are sunglasses. I'm going to come inside. I just wear very I, I thought you were... How you doing? <laughs> you all right? Have you ever had the... There's a microphone right next to you, by the way. Oh, wow. Uh, which can kind of hear you, but... Oh, there, yeah. There you go. Um, did you have you ever had those ones that the the ones that change when you go in and out? I have. I had those as a teen, and uh, I had them. They they went to um, dark brown, but they were they were never clear. So they were usually indoors. They were like yellow. Ugh. It was not good, <laughs> and they were very thick steel frames because I had broken a bunch of glasses. It was just all around bad. <laughs> just a bad set of yeah, uh, yeah, bad yeah, pair yeah. of glasses. My, my son's got the transitionals. Oh, he does. Uh, yeah, and he he likes he he, he makes sure he brings his second uh, another pair of glasses if he's uh, if there's gonna be photographs because mm. he goes because you know that I see those pictures I look like an idiot <laughs> and it, it it does he looks like he's like he's trying to like he's trying to be cool yeah I look like I'm trying to be cool yeah even indoors. Yeah, because it takes a little while to 
See, I was hoping that Tid by because that was the '80s that they yeah. they had gotten to the point where like the minute you walk indoors, no, bang. it's a little slow. Oh, uh, I also bought him glasses from the '80s. I should. <laughs> I, should tell you that. I, well, I, I found does. them very good, very good price. He loves the '80s, so that yeah. makes sense. There come the '80s. All right, Andy Daly is here. Now listen, he's he's equipped for any situation, glasses wise. Yeah. If it gets bright in here, he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. If it stays uh, status quo, he's ready to go. He's the point is he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Right? The eyes are protected. The eyes of March. <laughs> zip recruiter's the way to go, Matt. Zip, zip. Hooray! Zip, zip. Hooray! Zip, zip. Recruiter. Yeah. Dot com slash pardo. That's where you want to go, guys, if you want to uh, have your hiring be as easy as possible. Multiple job sites, stack of resumes are the old days. Confusing review process. Over. Yeah. Is it, uh, hiring someone should not be complicated or difficult. You got a site like this. It's going to find you the best, best candidate and the Beth candidate. The candidate will name, be named Beth every time. I That's hope one, so. One weird thing about uh, ZipRecruiter, they only, they screen for Beths. Matt, we're hiring for an Elizabeth. Do we apply? Sure. That's uh, one of the names that Beth is short for. Oh, so. I see. Matt, we're also looking for a Betty. <laughs> that could also, no, I'm sorry. If there is someone named uh, Elizabeth, but she goes by Betty, she will not be filtered in. Uh, oh, I disagree. You only get Beth. What about Lizzie? No. Boy, you guys are very, very. Uh, well, the studies show that Beth is the best employee. But you also said, uh, who was the other one that was okay? Elizabeth, but she goes by Beth. Oh, that's right. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Uh, listen, ZipRecruiter has a powerful matching technology that sends your job to over uh, 100 of the web's leading job boards and than and thans scousins. Oh, we're getting Thans and Beths? They scan thousands of resumes. resumes. Who am I, Foster Brooks? What the hell is happening right now? I thought you did that one on purpose. Nope. Resames? Nope. Did not. (laughs) Resumes? I I should have taken full, uh, I should have went, yes, of course they did that for humor. Right. Did not. What do they call them in England, Jimmy? I don't know the answer to that. CV. Is that true? I think they call their resumes CVs in, in England. Like the CVI thing, like on the, the uh, I don't know, a a CV, CV? I, I assume it stands for curriculum vitae, maybe? Is that right? Yeah. Oh. Curriculum vitae. I've yeah. just been told in my ear. The vital curriculum that you uh, Applications come in, ZipRecruiter, analyze each one, spotlight the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's so effective, Matt, that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate throughout the site within the first day. Within 24 hours, if you're in the 80%, which is very likely you will be, mm-hmm. you'll be all set. You're, you're going to get your Beth and you're on your way. Beth, I hear you calling and you're looking for, for a, a job. job. <laughs> Zip recruiter now is the way to go. I really, I, 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 for legal reasons, I put a whole different <laughs> tune on that. Yeah. For legal reasons. I did it because I don't know the song. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, trying to save both of us. Mm-hmm. With results like that, Matt, yes, it's no wonder the ZipRecruiter is the highest rated hiring site in America. They're the rated height in America. Rated the highest America. Rated the highest America. Change the melody in America. Uh, all right now. right now listeners of never not funny can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address ZipRecruiter.com slash pardo that is ZipRecruiter.com slash pardo Z-I-P-R-U-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash pardo P-A-R-D-O ZipRecruiter.com slash pardo ZipRecruiter the smartest way to hire
Hello, everyone, indeed. Yes, welcome back to the program, episode 20. I never, I don't think I ever said it at the top because I uh, got all dry-mouthed or whatever happened. I got... Uh, you turned into a metal uh, front man. That's you right. actually didn't welcome everybody, even. No, you're right, I didn't. I didn't welcome people into the top of the show. I do it now. I do it uh, retroactively. I welcome you into the program. And, uh, Andy Daly is here. We'll talk to Andy. He's got uh, his podcast is uh, now available worldwide. Worldwide. The Andy Daly Podcast Project. Pilot. Yeah. Did I get any end of those words right? It doesn't matter. You don't care. <laughs> I really you don't, don't care. You're no. uh, now you're always welcome here, but uh, as far Thank as Airwolf you. goes, you're just fulfilling an obligation to get them off your ass. That's exactly <laughs> right. right. Airwolf good. wants me to promote the fact that we're in front of the paywall. Yeah. The Andy Daly Podcast Pilot Project is in front of the paywall. A-D-P-P-P. On Airwolf, you'll find it on wherever you find your podcasts. Now I I can go. Yep. Thank you for coming in. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> See you again. Wait, no, September sixth. Oh, oh, September 6th that happened. That's oh, the date it occurs. So oh, wait, right. you have to wait another week. Gotta wait another week. Yeah. So uh, yeah, week early, a little anticipation, right? Sure. The great Curly Simon. She sang that song, but, and then uh, she sold it to a ketchup company. I thought you said Cur- Curly Simon. Who's Curly Simon? <laughs> I don't know. That's Curly the uh, Simon. fifth stooge. <laughs> Was it Carly Simon's brother that just got into a fight with Bill Murray and Martha's Vineyard? Wait, what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> This sounds I'm like... I'm sorry. I, I don't think I'm in, <laughs> as deep into show business as yeah, you are. seriously. <laughs> I think it was... Carly oh, you Spalding Gray with that fucking <laughs> anecdote? Holy shit. Bill Murray fought with Carly Simon's brother on Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Physically fist fought? Yeah. He slammed him into a wall. What did Dershowitz do during that? He probably wasn't even welcome, right? <laughs> Dershowitz Just wasn't a, not invited. I can't even get in the fight. <laughs> Let me hit on this, guys. I could have brokered a settlement. <laughs> uh-huh. We're good, Alan. Go have your shrimp cocktail. Mm. So he, what, I don't know his connection to those people. What, what? Oh, no, he's... Uh, Dershowitz's big complaint is that he no longer gets invited to parties on Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> oh, or was it the Hamptons? I thought it was Martha's, Martha's Vineyard. Vineyard yeah. I thought it was Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, he, yeah. like he's whining that because he's out <laughs> because he's supporting Trump, 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 right? That he's not welcome. It's like, yeah. So, so, so defending OJ didn't do it, but that's the uh, turn the tide. Wow. Did he defend OJ? He was on the team, wasn't he? Oh, well, I don't know. Some like but supporting, but the, but supporting role. Don't you think that's different? It's a job. That's yeah, a job. Yeah. And your job is you, you have to defend the man. You don't have to take the case, of course. But, sure. Right. But you know, when you're going on the television and supporting Trump and 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 spouting. False legal information. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's no more vineyard for yours, says, no. uh, says the Simon family. <laughs> we'll carry on without you on the vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, Gary? There's some highlights here that this article's made a point to point out. All right. Okay. Uh, one of the people involved tried to end the interaction by saying, "Do you know who I am?" Who said that? It was not Bill Murray. It was Carly Simon's <laughs> brother? <laughs> well, that, that, I mean, he meant it sincerely. He wasn't saying it for effect. He was I like, no, Carly I. Carly Simon's brother, you asshole. <laughs> I'm Sorry. seriously asking, do you know who I am? Because I, I would totally understand if you don't. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Does he have any uh, claim, though, that I'm not aware of? Is he a songwriter? Is Maybe, he a yeah. prominent Maybe. photographer, apparently? Oh, yeah. oh all right. Behind oh, the lens, yeah. he's a, Do you know who I am? <laughs> no, you're always hitting my camera. We don't have a clue. Go recognize your face. Simon drove home, drove home his failure to recognize Murray with the impressively shade-filled quote, he doesn't look anything like he used to look. When you oh, got him. That is a terrible You're piece. so vain. <laughs> But he's still... You probably uh, think this punch is about you. Don't you? Uh, the restaurant and the Martha's Vineyard Times are disagreeing about why Simon was in the restaurant in the first place. With the restaurant owner claiming Simon heard Murray was there and showed up, Simon's editor saying he was there to photograph a band performing that night. 
what was there? What band was playing? What hot band's playing the vineyard? Oh, yeah. Was it the Blues Brothers? <laughs> oh, looks like it was the JBs. Oh, no. The, J- the JB Horns? <laughs> they have, they're not, they, they have not been active for two years. We, we learned that earlier. It doesn't oh, really? Stay. You've covered that. We literally just looked into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Some well, that's th- too bad. Some may think that uh, Garen's callback was great. Some would say it was maybe labored. Uh-huh. Good Sounds say. like it was too soon. Uh, yeah. Well, All right. He's not a professional comedian. Simon's been banned from Lola's. Oh, no. Wait, did this, does it say how it started? Is he trying to take a picture of Bill Murray and Bill Murray, like, pounced him? Uh, uh, what's his name? Carly Simon's brother says that he was there to photograph the band. Bill Murray was dancing to the music. What a free spirit. And uh, he believed that Carly Simon's brother was taking, like, paparazzi-style photos of him. Uh, I see. And so he initiated the altercation. Gotcha. Sounds like a simple misunderstanding that could be cleared up with a, a conversation, but uh, yeah, cooler heads did not prevail this night. <laughs> nope. nope. Pardon my ignorance, because I'm not an East Coast guy. Mm. Uh, I've heard my whole life about Martha's Vineyard. Is it just basically like the Beverly Hills? Is it? I think so. I've actually, actually never been there. community. No, no. It's, I mean, it's, well, it's an island, so you can't get there. You have to take a ferry to it, and every house, there's not, it's very small, so every house on it is multi-million dollar house so it's very exclusive um it would be like if beverly hills was an island that's what I mean. the, the, but it's a it's a resort but, but it's you a and i could place. go there if we wanted to we could yeah we could get yeah, on the ferry and go have a sandwich there's b&b's and gotcha. yeah yeah okay. yeah but but it's it's just known because it's so small and and has a lot of expensive houses and famous people in from new york it's easy to get to and not that easy but it's you know, a few hours from New York. It's a nice so. vacation spot to get away from it all and go into your multi-bathroom uh, mansion. It's like the Hamptons. <laughs> if, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, it's right. it's like another version of the Hamptons. It just happens to be an island. Yeah, they got mansions out there with no no joke, more than one bathroom. <laughs> You're no joke. Yeah. Bathroom upon bathroom upon bathroom. I feel yeah. like it's like a, a, a rule from the, you know, the neighborhood association that you have to. How you doing? Have more than I one bathroom. Welcome back. You okay, Sleeps? You going to be all right? Oh, man. Now, Garrett Cockrell, let's check in. We'll go around the horn as we always do. Andy. Oh, yes. We'll the check horn. in with uh, the Pop Goes Beats of Reddit, sponsored by dogpile.com. That's Garrett Cockrell, back from his vacation, where he went up and visited his mitten-headed uh, idiot uh, friends up in uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, what uh, broad strokes? Did you have a nice trip? Yeah, it was a good trip. It, I always stay too long, so I always feel like, you know, around day two, I'm ready to come oh, home. Oh, Jesus. That's not good. <laughs> and you were there 10 days. Yeah. 10 that days. It was a fun trip. It was good. You in know, Novi. Relaxing. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. What'd you do? You went and looked at the Ford plant? What else did you do? Uh, we did some escape rooms. I slept in a nightmare room. You slept in a nightmare room? What does that mean? Andy Daly doesn't yeah. follow you on Twitter, and rightfully so, so no. explain to him what that means. Yes, it was a room full of dolls. Why did like, you do that? My mom's doll collection. Oh, I see. Room. That wasn't a, like a sponsor. It wasn't <laughs> a choice. You <laughs> went from escape room yeah, to nightmare room. I thought it was an event that you Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's running that too. business. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a good thing. Come then. sleep in a nightmare room. You'll wake up surrounded by dolls. <laughs> oh, man, that's not a bad idea. It's not a great idea either. Mm. It's kind of like that camping thing that we were going to do. No, it is. Do. Yeah. But, I actually think it's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Here's a good idea. I'm listening. You go to sleep in a room. It's a perfectly normal room. Yeah. Uh-huh. Over the course of the night, it slowly, silently changes. Yeah. Little so when you wake up in the morning, up. yeah, it's it's a completely different place. Mm-hmm. Just to, I don't know, just fuck with your brain. So I'd like I'd like to have a pre-interview at some point, like weeks earlier, where you list, like you explain to them maybe seven oh, of your yeah. biggest fears, and you don't know which one they're going to change that room into. So you literally wake up, it's a nightmare room. I don't even think they should ask you. They should interview your family yes. without you knowing. I, yes. I, you're yes. 100% right. Because if you 
you make yeah. the list, you're kind of anticipating yeah. the, one of those things. But yeah, that's, I, I like the yeah, I like that it's like a combination of escape room and like a really bad B and B. I like I love that. I wake up with a live alligator in the room. <laughs> oh, that was on the second floor. Now listen, that, that one time we uh, we asked uh, we want to get a. Oh what? We had a city agent with a ghetto. A storm came through, <laughs> and uh, we went down to the. I don't know. Have you met? By the way, we, I forgot to make introductions. Andy, this is our friend Cajun Jimmy. Oh, Cajun Jimmy. Yeah, he's, he's from the Bayou. Yeah, I went down there. And my wife and I were watching my favorite show, Hot in Cleveland. <laughs> now you did an episode of that. <sighs> no, but fine. Well, we, you surely look recognizable to me. You were some other program I want. Anyhow, we go down to the cellar. Storm come. We go back upstairs. I hear a rustling. There's a gator on the second floor. And this is evidence right there. There's a photograph. That's photographic proof. Oh, yeah. Wow. There's two different takes on Cage and Jimmy. Some, some of them see him as a dandy. Yeah. And then others see him as a Billy. I agree, I agree with the Billy, I think. It sounds Billy. I think it's kind of in between. A guy who doesn't know that the, the difference between a hurricane and a tornado vis-a-vis where you're supposed to go in the house. Because you would never go in the basement during a hurricane. That's where the water is going to flood. No, just a storm. It's, it's never said hurricane. Oh, Hurricane's I never been. It's, it's always storm very storm. generic it's i think st- if you put that mint julep in the other guy's hand that might be the answer right? <laughs> yes let's combine those guys That's, he thinks he's a julep drinker he's Maybe not he's the, he's the black sheep of the family <laughs> that reminds me of the uh, of fletch fletch lives yeah, it, look, <laughs> it looks like it uh, yeah that's the that's based on yeah that's yeah. the setting of fletch lives uh the great chevy chase oh dear you worked on a show with I did. I worked never on a pilot with went. Chevy Chase. Yeah. I never remember what, what we've talked about on this program. I think we before. did talk about that when it was happening or maybe right after it happened. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you could speak more freely now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what I happened? It was a pilot could. that didn't go? It was a pilot. It was it was originally titled Chev and Bev because it was a reunion right. for oh, Chevy Chase right. and Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, yeah. boy. And you were playing? And, well, the premise was that they are a married couple. They have uh, children and grandchildren and their child their their child has died in the first five minutes of this comedy oh, pilot God. situation comedy yes their their child dies and they they bought an rv and they're going to travel across the country but now their job is to look after these grandchildren mm. so somebody thought let's put chevy chase in proximity to child actors <laughs> see how that goes and who are you then in this oh show? so i was they they then settle into a, a house and i was a neighbor great yeah so I just but you did you did the pilot you did the uh, the week of sh- of work yeah it was a week of work <laughs> wait <laughs> it was interesting uh, yeah I you know I don't know what's wrong with Chevy Chase <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with him but you're not a doctor you do play one on television but you are not a doctor yeah that's exactly right yeah <laughs> but he. Um, uh, he will find ways to say terrible things to people, he, he, and it's out of the blue, and it seems maybe uh, not quite controllable. But we had a, a wonderful, I'll tell you the highlight. I was sitting around in between takes with uh, Martin Mole and Chevy Chase and um, Julie Haggerty, and we're just sitting around shooting the breeze, and I'm just throwing topics at them that I'm interested in. Like I, I asked them about Michael O'Donohue, uh, Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. fame, and Everybody had anecdotes about Michael O'Donohue, and I asked Chevy Chase about the Groove Tube. Yeah. <laughs> Just like it was like an interview, it was a good conversation. Yeah, and he apparently said to the showrunner after that, "Who's that guy?" Like, because he appreciated that somebody's you know younger than him knew what about his past, whatever. But then uh, we went to shoot a scene, our big scene together, and it might have been the very last. I think it was the very. It was the button of the whole pilot. And he is putting together a treehouse for these kids. 
and he's up there with a nail gun in a tree and I'm on the ground. And his scripted line is, I think my character's name was Andy. His scripted line is, Andy, I just nailed my ball to this tree. Right. That's and that's going to be the out on the pilot. (laughs) And the director told me, you know, I don't know if we'll use it, whatever, but feel free to throw something in there after that. Whatever. I I actually think that was probably bad advice. Yeah. Why are you going to try to top to me? Right. Exactly. Exactly. He set you up. I guess maybe he He did. You up because, yeah, you got to go out on Chevy's line. Of course you do. But I think I think the thought was that that we'd have a little fun. I'd say something, right. he'd throw something back at right. me, and whatever. Chevy didn't see it that way. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. And I didn't have anything good or anything. But I, you know, I was just playing like chipper guy, and so uh, I just remember. And I tried to different things on different takes, and he was getting progressively angrier each time and it, and it built to he goes Andy I just uh, uh, nailed my balls to this tree and I said oh what's the protocol there <laughs> that was you know it was just my oh, what's the protocol there what do you go to what, what do you do and he goes it involves sucking like you're acting oh Jesus <laughs> can't use that take I can't wow. use that take. oh boy I can't use that take yeah yeah it involves sucking like you're acting. And how, what does the set do when he says that? Everybody's going to be uncomfortable for a minute. Yeah. Especially you. <laughs> yeah. Well, the director had put up with a week of this kind of thing. And so right. it was just kind of like, all right, cut. All right, great. I think we got it. You guys are great. So great. You know, and uh, now, does that hurt? I know we. I, I, know. I, I remember the story now that you tell it. I know yeah. you told it on another episode. But, but and may, oh, so maybe I? I asked this before. I apologize if mm. I did. But does that hurt? <laughs> because you know he's nuts, but you probably he's at some point in your hero. life you it must did have hurt. Him. It did, but it was a delayed. It was a delayed hurt because at, <laughs> at first I was like, oh, you know, I don't know. I guess I kind of deserved it. We were goofing around, yeah. whatever, and yeah, you didn't deserve that. Yeah, no, I didn't. Deserve and he that. didn't say it with fun. There was no. Fun no, there was no it. fun. There was no fun. Uh, and it was a build over the course of like three or four different takes mm-hmm. of just of getting nastier like he, he did say something about sucking in the earlier take which like so obviously we couldn't have used that either so mm-hmm. I should have I obviously should have realized earlier he's not playing <laughs> stop yeah this. but the director told you to do it now I heard Chevy Chase might be on pain pills you guys hear anything about this I would no. say for sure <laughs> Come on, <laughs> uh, or so something. It's so always the excuse they give for. Yeah. Uh, oh, is well, that the know, excuse? Yeah, you know, Chevy oh. fell off a ladder uh, back in '75, oh, so right, he's right. Uh, <laughs> so he's not quite. Uh, he's not quite there. Mm, yeah. yeah, but uh, but uh, yeah, it did. It stung. It stung later. I was just like, hey, and the, and it's which is weird because you know a guy's a legendary asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, how could you possibly get your feelings hurt by a guy? But who, deep down, you want to be the yeah. one guy who's like, he actually. Well, because seconds earlier, yeah, he was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was, Who's that yeah. young fella? Yeah, exactly. Who's the sucky actor fella? <laughs> <laughs> I have seen a lot of your roles, and I don't think he's wrong. <laughs> well, no, I mean for sure. I mean that's got to because you know yourself, you're not great. So when he tells you that, <laughs> validated right. your fears. <laughs> validated your fears. <laughs> that's that nightmare room. And you coming just wake from up. such, <laughs> that was the nightmare room. <laughs> yes. I wake up and Chevy Chase is sitting there going, "You're a sucky actor. <laughs> you're not good at this. Get out of the business. You don't belong here." Is Chevy Chase a good actor? Is Chevy Chase an actor? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. I think Chevy Chase is Chevy Chase, right? Yeah. He he would yeah, say he was an he's actor, fine. but yeah, he'd never He's great anyone. in Fletch. Yes, yeah, yeah, he's great in Vacation. If you give somebody lines line. that they have to memorize and deliver, that's a form of acting, no matter how well Yeah, no, I'm just yeah. goofing around. He's good. He's good. We were, Oliver had a bottle yesterday, a Dr. Brown's, I believe they're called. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he took the top off, and then he kept on doing that scene from Caddyshack where... Uh, 
when Chevy Chase opens up the bottle and it uh, it doesn't really uh, fizzle the way he wants it to, the champagne, I believe it is. Mm. And he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that, that's, in, that, in that great, uh, yeah. in that great Chevy Chase. Uh, I don't matter. think I got that joke as a kid. <laughs> now whoa. that you mentioned it. And Oliver, so Oliver kept doing that with the bottle and it was uh, yeah. cracking me up. <laughs> funny. He loves that Caddyshack message. Yeah, I haven't Love. shown that to our kids. Is it How inappropriate is it? If we fast up, forward. Yes. Oh, uh, They're new to do. Yeah. And so we, he knows where that part's going to be now. Mm-hmm. And then on his own, he could fast forward gotcha. to. Uh, you know, uh, Common Sense Media, right? You guys hip to this? Yes, sir. sir. So uh, we just, I just took a train trip with my family. And the whole time we're on this train, I'm thinking, oh, I would love to show the kids Silver Streak. Oh, no. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I loved that as a kid. Mm-hmm. And this, I, I'm reminded of it walking around this train. And uh, yeah, I looked it up on Common Sense Media, and they are not kind. To <laughs> you, have you? When's the last time you've seen a it? A long time. It and is. I don't think I ever will a, again. A zero. It's it's not funny. Is that right? There's not one funny right, second in it. Right. But remember being a kid, quoting it at school the next day. Yes. Everybody talks. Did you see Silver Streak? Yeah. I'm bad. I'm All bad. Right. You're laughing. You're. It's. I think that might actually be the only comic scene. Yes. Because it's. I think it's like a. It's a murder mystery. But we're told it's. It's. Richard Pryor and yeah. Gene Wilder, it's going to be hysterical. Yeah. And I think we convinced ourselves even scenes that were, as a kid, scenes that weren't were funny. Yeah. But man, it's awful. <laughs> it is weird how old comedies don't actually have jokes a lot of the time. Like you yeah. watch them now and you're like, where are the jokes? Well, I went to the Hollywood Bowl and saw the Pink Panther with oh. a live orchestra. Yeah, that isn't Brother, funny. There is oof. Yeah, it's not good. Even as a kid, I remember being so disappointed in that movie because I was like, I loved the cartoon character, the Pink Panther. Here we go. And you get that credit sequence. And then it's like, I think it is an hour goes by before Clouseau even shows up. Yeah, it's crazy. That's why Shot in the Dark is the funny one. Yeah, that was always like even my mom would go. Don't watch Pink Panther. You watch oh. Shot in the Dark. That's where the funny is. And I think Return of the Pink Panther is a little more focused on like Clouseau and 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 physical comedy. The first one, no, no, no. First one is not. My a, son Oliver will will tell you that the uh, Steve Martin ones are even better. Hmm. Okay. You're I've never saw them. I, I mean, grounded him for a week. With that, kind of, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of statement in my house. Yeah, I think I loved Revenge. What was the one where they like had to finish it without Sellers because oh, he yeah. died? Oh. Um, I, saw, I, watched, oh, I watched that one more Revenge than any of the other Pink one. Panther? Maybe Revenge of the Pink Panther, yeah. Mm. Well, I sat him down, Oliver, and I said, you're talking about the guy. And I showed him being there, and uh, that <laughs> seemed to solve everything. <laughs> I just remember a scene, and I think it's Revenge, whatever the one that they didn't have him, where they had to have a, a shot of a, a guy wearing the costume, the hat and the trench coat in silhouette. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it was yeah. such a bummer. Like I was like, oh, man. And for some reason, that photo leaked early. There was like a, oh, really? It was a, it was a story, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Because I never saw it. I just remember the, the, the image yeah mm. like that's such an odd i wonder what they're gonna do with because you know they have to deal with that with star wars now because carrie fisher died uh, oh well i think they're doing uh peter cushing type of thing are they gonna do a digital I, old I princess i think Land? i read oh, that wow. no they're using cut footage from force awakens oh they are oh Oh. Yeah, that's what I heard. Huh. I, th- I heard they, they basically made a pledge that they weren't going to oh really digitally digitally make yeah uh, at least it's certainly not hmm. an old I say the pledge every morning, sir. <laughs> yeah, I sure. wake up, I salute my flag, I say it, and I, then I have my cereal. Yeah, it's I crucial. Pl- that's I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the blah, blah. And then also, I will never use digital footage <laughs> from <laughs> Gary Fisher. Tag that on at the end of it. You're right. I, I, I look at the, the stars and stripes, huh? The Forever. Beautiful, beautiful blue and red striped flag. <laughs> Wait. Oh, you know, well, our, our, our president... Uh, Oh, did he say something? He dumb? was at a kid's thing, and he was he colored in the flag, and he colored in one of the stripes blue. 
Now that's it's incredible. Who? Know, but is he? Look, that's, that's got to be one of the tests they give you. In but, it's your, a, but it's a still photograph. Maybe he was like, "Oh, wouldn't it be fun? Put a little blue in here, sure. like they have fun with the kids." Right, right. Mm. But we just see the photograph and yeah. we go, "Look at this dummy." Here's the thing. What are the odds that Donald Trump has fun with kids? Zero. <laughs> I was <gonna> say, yeah. <laughs> Zero. There's a better yeah. chance that he was having fun with us, the critics of Donald Trump, and trying to gaslight yeah. us over it. Dan Quayle spelled potato wrong, and that was the end. That of was it. it. <laughs> that was the end of his career. See you, dummy. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Never speak again, we sir. We can't tolerate one spelling error from you. Uh, it's over. Howard forever. Dean. Howard Dean squeaked. <laughs> I know. Howard Dean. All those people ought to just rush Trump and just, yeah. just out of anger for for their I'm demise. In. The I'm in on demise. that. Let's go. Let's I, get quail. That would be another fun SNL sketch, kind of like the the when they did that cartoon, The Presidents. If it was just all the people who did minor things that <laughs> ejected them from public life. Yeah. Uh, they all team up to take down Trump. <laughs> Potato. No, thank you, sir. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you for your time. Yeah. Hey, we can't let Dan go out there and talk. Like, literally, was coming. Yeah. that was how they handled yeah. it. The line has been crossed. It was like, if there was ever a thought, I mean, first of all, Bush one didn't even get reelected, but if he had been, and then it was like, you know, sometimes the vice president becomes the candidate. It was over that day. It was over. You yeah. You put an E where it didn't belong, sir. Get out of here. Yeah. I was with it. I was like, yeah, that's correct. The correct thing should, you know, that is the way it should work. You should not be. The president should know how to spell. Yeah. I guess so. Wait a minute. There's no E? Is that what you guys are telling me? <laughs> if, was, if it's plural, yeah. God damn I think that was his confusion. It was That was a huge story. I remember Letterman interviewed one of the children who was in the classroom. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. It was yeah. like, what did you think when the vice president told you? Because I guess he was he corrected somebody. Somebody had spelled potato without an E. Right. And he was like, ahem. There's an E on there. <laughs> 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 so sad. Oh, Dan Q. Yeah. What do you think he's doing today? He was a dumb guy, though. I mean, that's that well, was the that's problem. the problem. It, it was, was like it the was, straw that broke the camel's yeah, back. Yeah. We already knew he was dumb as shit, and then right. he did that. It was like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm asking you, what is he doing today? Because any, I don't know. What is Dan Quayle answer doing me. today? Somebody answer me. Uh, he's probably running some. Is he a company of some sort? Uh, I can't believe he hasn't shown up on any networks. anywhere. Like he, yeah. Like, like is public. he in a band on Martha's Vineyard? Oh, boy. <laughs> is that too soon. He's in the JBs. It's in the JBs. <laughs> yeah, I could see him being in that band we were talking about it last week the band with like Stephen King and Dave Barry you know that terrible <laughs> thing over there on base DQ Daddy Quail the Rock Bottom Remainders is the name of that band which we learned on Thursday look at that look at this that's not bad right there well, that's, that's me I'm playing an Ibanez right now oh, yeah. well, of course it is Yeah. thank you for I guess it would have to be like the 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 political equivalent of that band like ex-politicians ex oh so who, oh no Huckabee's on base then. Yes. Oh, you it's not Dan Quayle. It's Huckabee. Yeah, yeah. You got to have Huckabee on base. Yeah. He endorsed Jeb Bush. Who did? Dan, Dan Quayle did. Well, he yeah. didn't have a choice. I mean, after, he had to, he had to yeah. pick somebody from that mismatch of bullshit. That wasn't very helpful. After though. he failed to win the nomination, he did endorse Donald Trump. He did? Quayle did not? Quayle did. He did? Hmm. Oh, that's well, you, disappointing. But he, he, did it, he did it out of uh, survival mode. It was like, somebody dumber than me. Yeah, I'll be forgotten. I'll be off the hook. And then instead, nope, free pass, buddy. Oh. He was at the inauguration, too. Danny Q was? Mm -hmm. How does he look? I bet he looks great. He probably does look good. Remind me a little salt I thought there was a fake nose, like a David Duke nose. There's the mm. picture of him. You can see it. Does not look great. Would you oh, look at on that? the left? That looks like well, Gary the other Fisher. One's his wife. I couldn't tell from here. Wait, that's Dan Quayle. Looks like oh, Joe Biden. Yeah. yeah. Wait, that's not Dan Quayle. It is. She, she got old. 
He did. He lost his, lost his hair. And These are the hazards of going out of the public eye for a long time. When Look you pop back you up, people go, what? No, I agree with you. It looks more like Joe Biden. Crazy. He's older than you think. How old well, is he? He would have to be. It was 25 years since he was vice president. Hang on. Don't tell us how old he is. You know what time it is. Time to guess how old Dan Quayle is? That's right. <laughs> oh, boy. And he got to throw a dollar in. I actually came back because I didn't. It, I did not see it. Went to backhand it. There we go. All right, there we go. All right, look at this. this. You know what time it is? Time to guess how old Dan Quayle is. <laughs> yes, Andy. That's how dumb this show is. Yes, of course. So I have a solid guess. All right, so Andy's our guest. You go first, Andy. Dan Quayle is seventy-five years old. Seventy-five years old. I've got mine. I'm going to say 72. Motherfucker. <laughs> 73. I'm getting mine. I usually go last, but I'm getting mine in because mine was just taken. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I'm going 73. Dan Quayle. <laughs> what do you got, Elliot? Uh, I'm going to go with 81. 81? A little wow. bit older. He didn't even see the photograph. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to go 77. 77, right? Sunset strip. Nobody went mm-hmm. with the trombones, huh? No. 76. <laughs> well, it's not a big parade. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. No, they canceled that. They said they're just going to do uh, just the regular military parade. They're not going to make a special one. There is a regular military parade? Well, there's a, whatever the next the thing uh, that Trump was running. Yeah. yeah. But we right. do have a military parade. He just wanted a big well, one. Well, there's like, I'm, I'm sure that there are parades on like Veterans Day and Memorial Day and, and sure. 4th of oh. July. All right. They're not. They're not for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not so he can ex- inspect the troops. <laughs> all right. So we're we're all in here. Yep. All right, Garen. Please reveal to us. Do we have a winner? We do not have a winner. We do not have not. a winner. So he's not 72, 73, 75, 77, or eighty-one. He is not. All right. How old is he? James Danforth Quayle, Republican, former vice president, mm-hmm. born. JDQ. What? JDQ. Born February 4th, 1947. Math. Oh. He is 71 years old. That was one off. 71. Uh, All right, Elliot, coming at you. Wait, when's his birthday? February 4th. Okay, so he has turned 71. So he he was very young. Yeah. Because in, so in 1987, he was was 45 or 46. So when was he like? He was 41. He was in 88. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He's 41 years old. Too young, in my opinion. It's creepy to think that he was younger than I am now when mm-hmm. he was vice president. Yeah, I don't like that very much. Like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> How old's that guy, Stephen Miller? That guy's uh, oh, yeah. he's like thirty-seven, like right? 30. What's that? He's a vampire. He's a thousand forty-two. <laughs> he might be in his he's thirties, right? He's thirty-six, thirty-seven. I think he's even younger than that. I think he's thirty-two years old. Oh, you may be right. And he looks he looks terrible. Seventy-four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He looks horrible, and probably because he's just being eaten from the inside. Oh, God. <laughs> like that guy. Just, Oh my God! What is he even younger than we think? He's thirty-three. He's thirty-three. My guess was thirty-two. Thirty-three years old. Thirty-three. He looks fifty-two years old. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have that guy for the rest of our lives. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Wow, because mm-hmm. no matter what, he'll be a talking head on some mm-hmm. channel. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, well, uh, Palin's kind of faded away. She has faded away. Uh, as we've talked about this show, I wish she'd come back so I could do my nine-minute bit about her. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Please come back. 
So there's there's oh, police come to not, back to not have to worry about what's about that St- uh, the, the Stephen Miller program. We may not we don't have to deal with that. I maybe maybe for four it. years we do. He'll be Breitbart Alex Jones regulated. You think so? Bullet yeah, in the head? Yeah. Is that what you mean? By the way, did you hear what Alex Jones had on <laughs> his phone? Hmm? Wait, uh, what now? One of those things that you can hold uh, on the back? No, he did a <laughs> commercial where he was talking about his supplements, and then he tapped his phone so it, it liked to do something, and it revealed like his internet history. Transsexual <laughs> porn. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Guy who rails against transsexuals. Oh, he does. Oh, I don't know that he rails against it. Oh, yeah, he called the people who rail against things never are that thing. Yeah, he called Michelle Obama. She's like, she is she a transsexual man? What is what's going on with Michelle? Well, he's hoping. (laughs) He's he's hoping about it. Right? You'll never you'll never hear me rail against any sort of porn. No, no, sir. Do each his own. (laughs) Watch watch what you want to watch. I, yeah. I, I believe it. Like, if, if anything comes out like that, uh, great. Whatever you got to do. As long yeah, as you're not yeah, hurting yeah. anybody. As, as and it's as, not a child. Right. Well, as long right. as everybody is able to give consent and they are giving consent. 100%. To mm-hmm. That was fun, that uh, Ted Cruz porn story. That was enjoyable. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was fun. <laughs> He's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Seems to be landing on the right side of everything. <laughs> right. If he would have just said, you know what? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. He would have gotten cooler. But it, it yeah. doesn't earn, get him anything because then we think he's 0.1% less of a monster. And then everyone who supports him is like, oh, dear. Like, they don't. Oh, that's true. It's just, it's not, he's not playing. To, but what was the approach? Blame it on an, on an intern. Yeah. The, the, who you, who the you then don't fire. Yeah. They noticed, like, well, no one got fired. Oh. <laughs> is that fireable? Probably. You can fire somebody for jerking off? No, no. For accidentally. Yeah, for liking a, a tweet. Oh, that's right. It was a uh, yeah for liking a porny tweet. Porn tweet. Yeah. I would fire that person. I guess you have to if you're yeah senator. If you're in the public eye, sure. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but it's interesting. So he does have some moral compass. He won't fire someone who didn't actually do the thing that he said. I don't know did. if that's a moral compass or he just knew that that person uh, on their way down the stairs <laughs> would, would be getting in touch with the press saying that's it wasn't me. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Huh. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Fun stuff. I liked that clip, though. I gotta be honest. <laughs> I was a fan of the clip. <laughs> oh, clip wasn't bad. Oh, you I watched, watched it? it? I did check it out. Yeah, it was pretty good. What was the plot of that particular porn? It was a woman who comes home. Oh yeah, and uh, sees. I don't know who. I don't know. I don't know like uh, narratively what was happening, but a woman comes home and sees two people getting it on in a living room, and she like hides behind like a wall. And starts uh, pleasuring herself. That's every, oh. that's every port. Yeah, it's great. Great scenario. <laughs> great that a she classic. joins in, right? Yeah, I think that's one of Joseph Campbell's uh, 36 <laughs> <laughs> plots. Listen, we all enjoy different types of things. And this Alex Jones sounds like he's got some choices. Um, wish him luck, right? He takes his supplements and makes him rock hard. And then he gets to watch that. Wait, that was Alex Jones? I thought you said that was Stephen Miller. No, no Alex, Alex, oh, it was Alex Jones. Jones. Okay. Yeah. yeah. God knows what kind of stuff that Stephen Miller wants. Nobody wants Ooh. Stephen Miller's uh, diet supplements. No. It's probably Subway mole people porn. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants his supplements, though. <laughs> nope. It's not in good shape. I, I like that, that nobody left at LA. I, I thought I, I would. The guy then says it. Like, Yay! Uh, thank you. The guy in the writer's room who says something funny off to the side doesn't say it. Then Stick a loud mouth says it. Yeah, come on. Donnie gets it. Donnie gets it. I said it. Is Donnie always I said it three minutes ago. Uh, we have we just finished watching and a friend Eddie Daly made an appearance. Uh, we just oh. finally on Saturday night finished uh, The Office. 
from beginning oh. to end. Wow. wow. Uh, finished it on Saturday, and uh, three uh, three crying people in our house. Oh. Wow. When it ended? Oliver. And, and even Oliver was like, he didn't understand why it was happening, and it's like, well, you just invested in these people and in their lives. And mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, okay. And then he's trying not to. And I'm like, and I, I kept saying, son, if there's any house that you can cry at a TV show, this is it. You had, you had paid her, buddy. You can cry yeah. at anything. Commercials, whatever you want to cry at. Yeah. This is yeah. the house to do it. <laughs> and they all die at the end of the album. That's why I was sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that very, very sad. sad. Yeah. yeah. In 9-11. That's, uh, yeah, right. I remember that's that. when you found out that the that. show actually took place 10 years in the past and the <laughs> yeah. ending on 9-11. Well, you know, they were so excited, too, because yeah. they got that new office and the World Trade Center. Right. They were yeah. moving up. They finally were they successful. Moved up. They're and, out of... Uh, yeah. And you don't. that's what's so clever about it. You don't know what building they're in. You don't even know what city they're in. It's really well shot. Until they show the actual footage of the plane. They put the rest of the budget into that last episode. Yeah. Yeah. They were building seven. (laughs) Oh, with all the gold. Mm -hmm. With all the gold. (laughs) (laughs) We're the worst. Are we? Uh, Close. (laughs) I will tell you that I make this joke a lot uh, to uh, people when they say, hey, are you available to do something on uh, September 12th? I go, well, of course, I'll be hungover from my big party on the 11th. And in certain circles gets nice you know but yeah. other people like it almost what oh so you're busy then like they don't right they don't yeah. get it what's or the like, big party yeah what's the big yeah. party it's like, yeah. well, you know. is, i mean i i am actually somewhat heartened by the fact that maybe people are a little bit i mean we you're never we, we were told never to forget but if you can mm. think of that date without thinking of that if you can say what about the 11th and people go yeah the 11th is good and and it doesn't you don't have to go oh 9-11 like right that's progress in my mind i think they're confused as to why i'm having a party i think that <laughs> right uh, oh i see what you're saying i te- i texted this to my wife today i'll show it to you matt ball and you could tell uh, you could i'll pass it around mm. well, where did it go Oh, no wonder she didn't respond. I didn't send it. Aha. Oh, dear. Oh, that was interesting because I was like, why, did, why is she not responding to this? Let's get this done now. Uh, take a look at the, uh, and there's a reason for this. Take a look at uh, what time is on my watch there? 9-11. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I look at my watch every single day, twice a day at exactly 9-11. Once in the morning, once at night. What? Every what single day. What are you talking about? Just, what? Just by happenstance? Just by happenstance. Oh, go, weird. I, I'll look and, oh, it's 9-11. Like every, so I t- every day. So today I walk in and, and this is a, if you hit the floor in a certain way, it it, it turns the, right. you know, the it thinks it's moving, the watch. Got it. So the light uh, comes on, it's 9-11. Like, I have to tell Danielle. Like, it's it's it literally happened. This is the... F- crazy. How strange. It's crazy. What's going on there? Danielle thinks it's payback for all the jokes I make about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> the date is That's the you. cosmos. I'm haunted by it. Yeah. yeah. Or I, it's your own kind of internal body clock subconscious doing that to yourself. Mm. Or else somebody is hacked into your fucking watch. That's it. Fucking with your brain. Yeah. If I was Danielle, I would set a, like a silent, just the pulse alarm that just taps your wrist for that time. That but so it. subtle that you don't realize it's happening. Did, did, oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> I'm wearing a nightmare watch. This is one of the nightmare watches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's weird, man. 9-11. We'll get through it. <laughs> sure. right, we're coming up on the 20th anniversary. We're not that far away from it. Oh. Three, three years. Three years. Right, yeah. What are you doing? You got anything big plans? Well, I, I have to start working on it now, obviously. <laughs> it's going to take 36 months right, you gotta to pull this off. Lead up to that. You'll see what I'm doing. <laughs> We're about to lose some sponsors. Oh, yeah. We're about to lose some sponsors. <laughs> when do you think they start doing the reenactments? <laughs> reenactments? You mean like on bad 
Well, they kind of did it with those like, movies. That no, were, I mean like, like Civil, Civil War reenactments where you go oh, and Oh, my goodness. Together. No. And now you were on a TV show where you did a Civil War reenactment, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Were you not? Well, I don't know. Doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> <laughs> or it might just be you as Ben Franklin. I can see you. In a... I played uh, Theodore Roosevelt on Drunk History. Maybe that's what you think. Mm. Rode a horse. No? Rode, rode a horse. horse. did ride a horse. And how yeah. was that? Was that the first time ever riding a horse? No, I have been on a horse before, but it was the first time that Drunk History could afford a horse. And I was very... <laughs> very flattered that they chose this day to do it. So you played a character you did not get drunk and talk about something. That's correct, yes. Mm -hmm. So you mouthed what somebody else was saying. Was that the story of how when Teddy Roosevelt found out that he had become president he was like on top of a mountain and had to ride down the mountain? No. Did you know that story? No. Mm -hmm. You know, Teddy Roosevelt was vice president and I don't remember the guy who died. Was it Harrison? Uh, Sure. Henry Harrison? I don't know. Benjamin Harrison? The guy from the Beatles? Why would yeah. that affect President? George Harrison <laughs> died. Uh, he had cancer, and that made mm-hmm. Teddy Roosevelt president. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he, he was off uh, in uh, upstate New York, uh, you know, on vacation or something, and it was up on top of a mountain, and uh, they got the word to him, you know, somehow. You're president now, and he's like, "Oh God!" He like jumped, jumped on a horse, <laughs> rode down the mountain, jumped on a train, train went down to Washington. McKinley. McKinley. There you go. And these are the things you know. Uh, ah, never mind. <laughs> I'll tell you guys later. There's a specific reason why I know that. But mm. I'm not, There's I'm also not the story, sure. which I cannot believe is true, that he was shot by an assassin at, and finished his speech. He was in the middle of a speech and, <laughs> and, and somebody came up and shot him. But it was like a superficial wound and he was like... Wait, now, is that really what happened, or is that what Drunk History told you happened? No. <laughs> drunk History is very accurate, but that's a, no, that wasn't even part of the Drunk History. The Drunk History story was about the Rough Riders and him just like just saying, like, let me put together a group of guys that I played football with at Yale, and we'll go down there and take over Cuba or whatever the fuck it was. It yeah. was like a crazy thing to do. Who was the, who was the storyteller? Um, Mark Gagliardi. No, I don't know who that is. Oh. Well, it may be because I'm not saying his name right. <laughs> that is a true story about getting shot and continuing his speech. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was at a campaign speech. He was shot by a saloon keeper. It went. Th- I can't believe this actually happened. I thought it was only movies. It shot in his chest after penetrating steel eyeglass case and passing through a thick 50 pages single folded copy of the speech titled Progressive Cause Greater Than Any Individual. He insisted the guy not get heart, uh, was remained unharmed. He wasn't coughing up blood. So he's like, I'm fine. Finish the speech, give the entire speech. That's right. He said, as long as I'm not coughing up blood, I don't need to go to the hospital right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine. If I were coughing up blood, I'd probably, I wouldn't finish the speech. Was it? 90 <laughs> minutes he spoke. After wow. getting shot? Another yeah. 90 minutes? That's an hour yeah. and a half, Andy. <laughs> Almost. But what a, I mean, it, so I guess part of the joke exactly. is. Exactly an hour and a half. Most math. That's how long the speech was. And so the bullet could not penetrate the entire speech. So it didn't go into his, it didn't pierce the skin? No, it did. He spoke while bleeding. blood was seeping through his through. Why did they do that on Drunk History? That'd be fun watching you just slowly give a speech and blood showing up. And you, oh my, oh my. Like Mr. Belvedereing it. Oh boy, oh goodness. And he made no cuts to the speech on the fly. He's just yeah. doing the whole thing. You know what? I wrote it. Yeah. It's too important. <laughs> Gotta get all these words out. Now, is he bully or is that FDR? It's him. It's bully. him, right? It's bully. Bully. Uh, bully. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know whether you fully understand that I've just been shot, but it takes more than that to kill a bull moose. 
That a boy. Here we go, Teddy. What's a bull moose? <laughs> that's the party. He's allowed to kill him. Oh, didn't that's the party. Didn't he, he start his own political party? Yeah. Was, I don't know if that was that one, but for a second uh, attempt at a second term or a third term. Yeah, because he was a Republican, I think, and then he left the Republican Party. And, yeah. He, uh, they never removed that bull, by the way. It stayed uh, in him for life. That is ridiculous. Little souvenir. <laughs> he was a maniac. He like he, like you were talking about the Rough Riders. Yeah. He just wanted to go to war. I remember watching that documentary, the the Roosevelt documentary on um, that Ken Burns did. I think I didn't make it through it because who could? But, but I remember the part about how he just really wanted to fight. He really uh-huh. wanted to be in a war. He really wanted to experience killing another man, and he knew that was the only way to do it legally. Right. So he yeah. like he like found a way like he was like we're going down there like it was not a it was not a war until he went i think right and uh he like was like we are doing this we're gonna kill those people i am personally declaring war yeah in my capacity well, I mean, as a nobody <laughs> <laughs> that's a psycho like that you're not beautiful that. smile though <laughs> sure yeah, handsome great fella. glasses no doubt about it yeah right nice glasses the mustache yeah. the whole thing the selic mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, why do you think they chose me to play him? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a little. Like, you're not big. He was a hefty fella. I I looked just like him when we. Uh, yeah, I, maybe you looked like a. I remember seeing that episode. Yeah, you yeah. did. They 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 fixed you up. Nice. Somehow they put the right mustache on. He probably wasn't as worked. yeah. He wasn't as big as a young man, I guess. But mm. uh, we have him to thank for our national parks. And so uh, I do thank mm-hmm. him. I have a question for uh, Andy Daly. No, oh, fine. Uh, yes. in, in doing the drunk history, uh, is that shot like a like a music video where they run a track and you? Uh... It's it, it. It's a good question. Yeah, the the um, atmosphere on the set is eerie because for, nobody is mic'd, right? But mm. so the sound department's job is to play the drunk person's uh, <laughs> speech right. over a speaker and everybody's hearing it and and he only is playing the clip that we're shooting right now yeah. on a loop and it just plays again and again <laughs> oh and my again God. on these speakers and you're like walking around as they're sort of setting up and figuring out you know blocking the scene or whatever just kind of mouthing along to it as it's playing again and again and it's 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 odd it's so you odd. do have to memorize those lines yet you don't yes. really you say them. I mean, you right. say them, but and not only that, the hardest part I thought was uh, getting all the pauses right because I mm-hmm. think a drunk person pauses in ways that are not intuitive. <laughs> they take weird pauses, yeah. uh, like sometimes pauses in the middle of a word type of thing. Mm-hmm. That was the hardest part. Yeah. And that's Gagliardi, you said. Yeah, we could look that up. I think that's right, Mark Gagliardi. Now I don't know who that person is. What does that person? I do? remember. It's very funny. Episode, I've seen. But... You know what? He's involved with the uh, Thrilling Adventure Hour. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but hearing it over and over again, does that did that help you memorize it? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, you got that going for you, mm-hmm. which is nice. And, and call back you, to Caddy Jack. Do do you just do you just mouth it, or do you also try to say it? I think I just mouthed it. Okay, I mean that makes most sense. Yeah. Uh, and I was on a horse, and it was, so it was very challenging. <laughs> I would imagine. Hard. Yeah, yeah, it was really hard. The horse has to be in the right spot at the right time. You got to get your. Uh... Well, they framed it up so that there was the horse guy was like holding the reins okay. of the horse. Uh, yeah. No, and that's a term framed yeah. it up. Do you want to explain that to the listener, Andy? Uh, you have to buy, you get to buy a picture frame. You get it at Aaron Brothers or wherever. You can get them, you know, any place. Target has them. And uh, you just hold it up by in front of the camera, between the camera and the, and the players. I see. And then you frame it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but don't go to Aaron yeah. Brothers. They're overpriced. They're out of business. Oh, they are? I believe they've all, I believe they all those prices. Oh, wow. They're oh, crazily overpriced. Yeah, I hate that. Let me tell you a story about it. And I'm embarrassed about this story. 
but I wanted to get some pictures framed, a bunch of them, a great number of pictures, maybe like, maybe, I don't know, between six and 10 pictures. And I brought that's, them that's all. That's lower than I was imagining. Okay. <laughs> you have to know that. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm talking a lot of pictures here. But, I mean, I'm talking, but it was uh, you know, to, be to bring digits, all at quite. once to get framed. <laughs> sure. And I brought them into Aaron Brothers and I, I'm talking to the person who's going to custom frame them for me. And as she's talking, I'm just like, I don't think she knows what she's talking about. Like, I don't have a lot of faith in this process, but all right, what am I going to not do it? I'm standing here. Oh. So I go through the whole process like, okay, okay. And then she goes, okay, so great. And uh, and then she tells me it's going to be like five weeks. Why would it be five weeks? <laughs> and then she says, and uh, it'll be about $900. I was like, what? The what? And I walked out of there feeling like. I mean, I, I don't know why I didn't. I just did not feel capable of saying no. But you can't. You're that invested. It's yeah. like, it's, and yes. you also don't want to look like the, like you showed up. It's like you like like I know how much I, frames I know how cost. frames <laughs> cost. Right. right. I spent nine hundred. That's crazy. Yes. I would have done the same That's thing. Crazy. By the way, crazy. Yeah. I was incapable, and I walked out of there feeling ridiculous, like I had been so abused by this process. <laughs> yeah. And like, how do I come home and tell my wife? Like, I just spent nine hundred dollars for five weeks, and for somebody who I had no confidence in. And then, sure enough, I picked them up, and they were all fucked up. They were, yeah, because well, she's not doing the work herself. No, of course not. It's sent somewhere, and and I so I ended up bringing the ones I cared about to a. a like an independent professional framer who was like, where did you bring me? Oh, no. <laughs> couldn't believe how bad it was. And then that, yeah, that Aaron Brothers location was gone about three weeks later. I was like, oh, did you I get your it. money back? No. Oh, God. I know. I'm a Brutal. sucker. That felt bad. Every part of that felt bad. I'm guilt- yeah. I, I can't. I, I have a scroll of that happening. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Like I did go back. I actually. What did you go say back. to them? I did. I I went back to the, with the most egregiously fucked up ones, mm-hmm. and uh, they yeah they did they redid two of them or something like that. Okay. So there you go. Ten another ten weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> See you next year, <laughs> honey. In three months, we'll have new uh, new uh, wall art. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Andy Daly is here. We're thrilled that he's taking time away from uh, other podcasts promoting this. Uh, podcast of his the andy daily pilot project podcast i think i might have got some right. pilot podcast lines. project uh words mm. podcast pilot project hmm. one of those three the andy daily triple p we'll be back hey guys matt here with some dates for you andy daily is on twitter at tv's andy daily and his podcast the andy daily pilot podcast project podcast pilot project is now not now but next week will be uh out from behind the paywall of stitcher premium so you can listen to it for free anywhere you get podcasts you can find it at earwolf.com apple podcasts the regular stitcher app all that good stuff check it out it's great fun all his uh, great characters all of your favorites are in attendance on the podcast pilot project so check it out jimmy pardo is going to be doing stand-up comedy at the uh, howie mandel comedy club at the hard rock casino in atlantic city that's september 4th 5th and 6th then he's at the delago casino in waterloo new york on september 8th uh, he's also going to be at flappers in burbank on october 19th and 20th so check him out if you're in los angeles or near there and uh, then never not funny is going east in the end of october Middle East and Cambridge Mass is sold out on the 25th, but the Draft House in D.C., October 26th, Friday night, we uh, have a few tickets left there, as far as I know, and uh, Zyder's, uh, in v- Zyder's American Dream Theater in Virginia Beach on October 27th. That's a 2 p.m. matinee show. Uh, tickets are available for that, too. 
Go to NeverNotFunny.com, click our tour link for all of our Never Not Funny live dates. If you want to see Jimmy Parter do stand-up on the 27th at Ziders at night and the podcast during the day, there's a package deal available. So just follow the link to Ziders to get that package and save a little money. Uh, that's all for dates. Uh, check out uh, later in the show, we're going to talk something about Sevens. Just know that you can find that Sevens website at nevernotfunny.com we'll put a link up there so you can uh, track it down and see all uh, all sorts of cool stuff about the history of the game sevens enjoy Matt, HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can cook, eat, and enjoy that is all true I can confirm what you've said you've tried HelloFresh I have well, they have three plans to choose from, Matt. Okay. They got the classic, they got the veggie, they got the family. Hmm. I guess that's family. Yeah, probably. There is something for everyone. Okay. I, I can vouch for that. The food's really good. I, I uh, Elise made a, um, oh, what was what did she make last week? Fajitas that were really outstanding and uh, really easy to make. Uh, I came home. I, was, I, was, I had taken Charlie to his soccer practice and we got home. Fajitas waiting for us. Beautiful. Fajitas, no waiting. Yeah, that's great. And remind us of the name of uh, Charlie's soccer team? The Outsiders. Stay gold. (laughs) (laughs) Ingredients are delivered right to your door, and they come in a handy pre-measured label meal kits that take about 30 minutes to prepare. There's even a 20-minute meal on the classic menu each week when you're pressed for time. Yeah, that's nice to have, because sometimes you want the home-cooked meal, but you don't want the fuss or the muss. Rediscover the excitement of cooking, knowing dinner got just got that much easier with HelloFresh. No more planning, spending money on takeout, or worrying about gathering ingredients. HelloFresh believes cooking should be simple and convenient, not a chore. Hmm. Not a chore. I also made some burgers with like this, like a, an onion, uh, what they call it? They called it like onion jam, which sounds weird, but it was like a, it was like a gourmet burger with this, this little onion thing on top. And it was so good. And I, I was proud of myself for cooking up those onions. Did you hear that? I guess Dana Fence? I did. <laughs> I did hear that. So we both have something to be proud of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they make it easy to enjoy week after week, the ability to choose your delivery date to match your schedule. And you wait, wait, I did not hear that. Will you tell me about it next week? I will. <laughs> Thanks. I told you privately. <laughs> Uh, you could even pause deliveries when you're on vacation, Matt. I'm talking about HelloFresh now. Yep. Not, but not the standing in my fence. No pause on that. That's a one and done. No, you can't pause because then it's going to look weird because right. part of it will dry in. Got to be even. Yeah. Now, Matt, here's the exciting part about uh, HelloFresh. I'm listening. With Never Not Funny for a total uh, uh, of $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes. Now, visit HelloFresh.com slash Pardo60. That's Pardo60. Yeah. Then you enter the code Pardo60. $60 off. That's 20 bucks off your first three boxes by going to HelloFresh.com slash Pardo60. Then you enter the code Pardo60. That's like receiving six meals for free. Damn. When you go to HelloFresh.com slash Pardo60 and enter the code Pardo60. HelloFresh. That's the way to eat, baby. (laughs) Have you ever looked at your credit card statement and been shocked by the interest rate? Yes. Did you know you could actually roll all of your credit card debt into one monthly payment at a lower fixed interest rate? No. What do you think about me uh, changing uh, characters midstream <laughs> there? Did you like that at all? It seemed like you were just uh, recovering from a minor stroke. But. It, uh, I was recovering from me not knowing how to read. <laughs> anyway, you could roll all of your credit card debt into one monthly payment at a lower fixed interest rate. There it is. Just, Great. Hey, in my regular voice, it seems very easy to say. Maybe just do it that way. Lightstream is who I'm talking about. Yeah. Lightstream. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M. Lightstream. They offer credit card consolidation loans from 5.89% APR with auto pay. 
That is lower than the average credit card interest rate of over 18% APR. Mm-hmm. Get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000. What? You can even get your funds as soon as the day you apply. That's crazy. Because Lightstream, Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a great interest rate and no fees. I'm talking, of course, about Lightstream. Lightstream. Now, listen, we endorse Lightstream here. We think they're doing a great job. Now, listeners can get a special discount on top of Lightstream's already low rates. Let's hear about it. The only way to get this discount is to go to Lightstream. Lightstream.com slash Pardo. Pardo. That is L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash Pardo. Pardo. P-A-R-D-O. Pardo. Subject to credit approval, of course. Rate includes a 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> oh, no. Another character. <laughs> What's going on? Offers are subject to change without notice. So here's what I need you guys to do to take advantage of the uh, special discount on top of the already low rate. Go to lightstream.com slash pardo. That is lightstream.com slash pardo for more information. Lightstream. A better way to reduce your credit debt from what I understand. <laughs> Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2303. Correct. 23 at 23 at 3. Let's check in with the King of Palms. He's back there, Elliot Hoberg. Hello, Elliot. Andy Daly, of course, is here. Hello. Hello, Elliot. Uh, what's going on over there today? <laughs> I don't know. Right now, right over here, uh, uh, three word trivia is doing, doing nicely. People are uh, paying attention to it. Throw us, uh, throw us your latest. Throw us your latest three word uh, trivia. This might be a hard one for you because I don't know if you will have, uh, you'll be familiar with this. All right, this, maybe I'm going to know it. I'm going to know it. Andy's good at this. All right. I got Dan Quell's birthday right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so this is number number 145. I've done 145. Explain to Andy the premise, please. Uh, so I am going to give three words and yep. a category. Okay. Uh, the three words. Four words. Cannot, 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 be, <laughs> cannot be a part of the title of the thing. The three words cannot be a part of the title of the thing. Do you want to give an ex- give an example, please? Oh yeah. Uh, well, I'm about to do that. Um, <laughs> I'll give an example that, but not the one you're about to do. Okay. Um, this isn't off the top of my head. It's not going to be good. But um, pool. The color of money. Golf. <laughs> yeah, Caddyshack. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, okay. I was going to do the exact and, same one. Uh-huh. Rodent. Name the movie. Yeah, and it is going to be a movie. Or no, it, it's well, a category, not, this, it might, this, this but it's going to be a title. It could be a book. It could be a. It could be a person. Well, let's it's find out. Possible. All right, oh, it's, all right. it's, it's, it could be a person. Been, it's been a person. I've never yeah. seen it be not a. But I'm not on Twitter anymore. From time so. to time. All right, go right yes. ahead. Uh, so the three words are siblings, mm-hmm. shack, diary. Name the TV show. The shack, like the general insurance commercials. <laughs> <laughs> shack with a Q or shack with a CK. CK. Okay. There will, never be a, there will never be a proper name in the clues. Shack. Ever, you idiots. God, you get out Wait, of Wait, siblings? Shaq Diary. And it's a person? No, it's a TV show. A TV show. Name the TV show. Siblings. Yeah, like I say, this, this is going to be hard for you folks because I, I suspect it will be. Although you have children. So. I like that you call us folks. Mm-hmm. kind of enjoyed that part of that. Siblings. Why is it going to be hard for us? I mean, this clue isn't in there, but I happen to know that this is a this is considered perhaps a television, a children's uh, oriented television show. Siblings, Shack, and what was the third one? Diary. Diary. Oh, that's the. Is it that uh, that zoo show? Is it uh, an animal related program? No, sir. Oh, because there's a couple of twins that host a oh. Saturday morning uh, hmm. thing and kind of a what's well, a treehouse, I think. But oh. a diary involved? Yeah, they read some. 
Look, I don't know the answer. Wait, it's not. <laughs> you made a big proclamation. Andy. It's not Andy. Andy. Uh, Mac. Mac. No, sir. There's no. It's not a, oh, there are siblings though. A couple of twins hanging out in a shack with a diary. Not I mean, twins. They're like not twins. Show. They're just siblings. siblings. Well, siblings. we don't know that they're not twins. I thought they were twins too. Hmm. It's confusing. Oh, is it Gravity Falls? Correct. It's Gravity oh, Falls. Why did I get got that? Yeah, that's Zoe's favorite. I just show. remembered I don't watch television. <laughs> you don't. That will make it more difficult. Shack. Oh my God, the Mystery Shack. God, yeah. that's terrible. I Actually, believe... I forgot that you should know it because of course I should know it. it in the first Zoe place. just got the new book. There's a new, oh, a new uh, Gravity Falls story book. in it. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, it's a great show if you haven't watched it's it. Really good. My son enjoys it. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, it's, it's like right it's... up his alley. <laughs> My uh, uh, 11 year old started watching Once Upon a Time and, mm. oh, and wow. really okay. enjoyed it. And then, but then she reported that it became too intense and she has jumped off the boat. Oh, so right. she needs a new show. The NBC program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no ABC. I think it was. ABC, yeah. yeah. Well, we don't know. Because it's all Disney based, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah right, that's right. right. Mm-hmm. Elsa's in there. Mm-hmm, yeah. For frozen, freezing things, <laughs> I assume. I'm just really glad that Freezes Leia never showed up. Because that would have maybe upset. Well, that would be a possibility. What never oh, showed up? Princess Leia. Yeah. They'd mix a little Star Wars into the based Elliot. Thank, thank you, Garen. Thank you, Garen. It's all Garen has spoken. <laughs> Elliot's fairy tales. Once upon a time, the premise. It's Look, a fairy tale. It's not. It's not. It's not called a, a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> right. It made me realize watching this because there, there's part of it is like it becomes swords and sorcery and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm watching it, going, why? What's wrong with this? Why? Why is like. Um, you know, Game of Thrones, I just completely buy that world, and this, not. And it's, I think it's a few things. <laughs> number one, all, their clothes are too clean. <laughs> and number two, their their haircuts are too modern. Yeah. Modern haircut. Oh. And it made me think, like, oh, I'll bet you you could make a fun list of period pieces with modern haircuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> period films with nice. just inappropriately uh-huh. modern haircuts. And it makes a difference. It Last few seasons of Happy Days. <laughs> oh, they all had totally. '80s perms, yeah. <laughs> right? In what should have been 1961 or something. Yeah, like that. right, right, right. That's funny. Yeah, hey, that's Fonz. Fonz, Fonz with a perm. That's like right. That. Uh, he was the only one. I think he still mm-hmm. had his uh, pompadour, but everybody else, like yeah. Aaron Moran, sort Aaron of God Moran. rest her soul. We, uh, she had uh, a permanent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, we were laughing yesterday as well. Uh, Oliver just rewatched a Spinal Tap, and we were uh, quoting oh. the uh, the Fred Willard. Uh, oh, and Oliver, boy, Oliver nailed it. The, so the line where he and it's such a perfect uh, Fred Willard line where he said, uh, uh, "I shouldn't hang out with you guys. I think I'm, I think I'm a member of the band or whatever, whatever it is." <laughs> yeah. But it's such a perfect yeah. Fred Willard improvisational yeah. line. I think I'm yeah. a member of the band. Yeah, <laughs> God. getting a little shaggy here yeah, myself. Getting a little shaggy here myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, a huge fan, not you specifically, but the whole genre. <laughs> uh, I never thought of this before, but you kind of have a Fred Willard vibe. Andy. Yeah. Oh, well. That, have you ever been to a porno show? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I worked with him on Review. We had him on Review playing my dad. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, it was great. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. He just makes me laugh me too. so much. And a nice man. Yes, a very nice a man. nice man. Yeah, yeah. He did a thing, because we, we just... We just wanted to improvise, <laughs> and I won't be able to explain why this made me laugh so much, but we, part of the premise was Lance Bass w- had all these corporate sponsorships paying his way into That's, space, yeah, right. and one of the uh, patches on his suit was um, uh, Shake Shack, 
So he had a Shake Shack patch. And we're just like improvising for B-roll, basically. And Fred Willer goes, oh, Shake Shack. I love that place. You always know you can get a shake there. <laughs> I just doubled over laughing. I don't know. It's just so banal and stupid. Like, of course you can get a shake at Shake Shack. Uh, or no, it was steak, steak and Shake. I don't know. Whatever way. it was. Whatever it was. It has shake in the name. <laughs> you always know you can get a shake there. <laughs> like, Just to have the confidence. You're not, you're not going to walk in there and they're not going to have shakes. <laughs> Oh, oh, the great Fred Willard. Uh, sadly, his wife just passed away. Oh, yes, uh, yes. Yeah. And she was also a wonderful lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Willards. <laughs> right. That's what they went by. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They were uh, married a long time. They sure were. Yeah. They sure were. Yeah. Fred's funny. Yeah. And you, you killed him on the show. Uh, yeah, we did kill him. Oh, I'll tell you this. So we did an effect where he we wanted to have him sort of rocket out of his seat really fast. (laughs) And uh, so we had him on a harness and we were in a big room with a tall ceiling. And it was it was an effect like, you know, we drew out the rope later, but there was a rope that pulled him up into the rafters of this building. And Fred Willard, Fred Willard, like he did it himself. He did it himself. And. It could have been done at, I think, almost any speed, and we could have speeded up the footage. Okay. Which I remember people saying, like, we can always speed up the footage. Um, but somehow he got rocketed out of that chair so fucking fast. <laughs> 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 he flew up into the rafters of this, and he at that point was seventy-five right. or something. Jesus, Dan Quayle's age, and, <laughs> so, and he got lowered down. And they're talking to him about like, I, I, like, how do, you, do you want to do it again and whatever? And he and he had a moment of just like, um, just a moment, like like a mo- like a moment that he needed to take yeah. to like breathe or settle down. Or, and I just remember thinking like. I don't want to have actually killed Fred Willard in this process of like pretending to. And I remember thinking for a while, like if he dies tomorrow, it will be my fault. Two days from now, it'll be my fault. A week from now, it might be my fault. I'm out of the woods now. I don't know. Let's wait and see what it could be. So long term effects. Yeah. I'm thinking. I I believe I'm out of the woods. But he he was a trooper. He didn't he didn't say anything. No, he had no complaints. Yeah, yeah. And you did a second take. We may have. I don't know that we did. I think you nailed it. Right? <laughs> I think we nailed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was uh, even if you didn't, you, go, you know what we got it, guys. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was definitely a voice to say, "Let's please, not not again." Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, he's a great guy. What was I just thinking about? Oh, you were talking about uh, Spinal Tap and Happy Days. I was just on Twitter talking to. Paul F. Tompkins about the time that I met the head writer of Laverne and Shirley and I asked him why there was never a Lenny and Squiggy spinoff. Right. And he said that there was. It was Lenny and Squiggy in the army but it never, they didn't pick it up. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did you post a link to that as well? No, I don't have it. I've never seen it but I want to find it now. Wait, somebody, there was another, because uh, I saw that conversation uh-huh. and somebody else was talking about something else. Oh, it's our buddies, uh, the, the Dave Shumka. Mm-hmm. Uh, he found something. What the hell was it? Mm-hmm. What the hell did he, and he posted it, and it was supposed to be garbage, and I ended up actually kind of going, you know what, I kind of enjoy this. Oh. Hmm. Ah, shit. Look through his timeline, uh, please, Garen. Mm. It's from, it's, I mean, he tweets a lot, and I mean that complimentary, he's very funny, but it may be, it might even been uh, the other one, Graham. Damn it. Graham Clark. Yeah, Graham Clark. Damn it. But it was funny. Whatever it was, it was like I don't, I don't hate this like I'm supposed to. <laughs> I know the right. premise is I'm. Uh, this is dumb, but I'm enjoying it. Hmm. <laughs> what was it, Andy? What could it have been? 
I thought it was that. I was I was conflating the two. Well, somebody did tweet a cartoon, a Laverne and Shirley in the Army cartoon. I remember that but, as well. Yeah, but that wasn't it, huh? Hmm. Why well, didn't that fly? This is maybe the only time I'm ever going to say this, but I feel like we have to go back to Elliot for one simple reason. Mm. I saw a picture on the internet over the weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of what? Elliot in complete blue yeah. skin makeup. Oh. It's true. Uh, cosplaying as something I did not recognize. Uh, it wasn't a, very, it wasn't a specific thing. I, I, I went to uh, Labyrinth of Jareth, which is the, uh, the Labyrinth movie uh, event that happens once a year. Some folks are very into that. The so David they, Bowie film? Correct. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly it. But wait, uh, what is the of Jareth part? Jareth is the, I believe, and I've seen the movie, but don't, I'm not the, as into David it as Bowie. you'd expect, but it's David Bowie's character, yeah. Oh, I thought it was that guy from Subway. Oh. Eat fresh. Oh, you don't want uh, to go to that party. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I do not. You're right. Oh. Yeah. It's not, not a good party. Uh, so uh, so I uh, came up with a costume that day, and I, had, I was inspired by a pair of uh, furry blue shoes that I bought a few years ago. Um... <laughs> And so I, uh, I was a. Uh, I don't know what you wanted us to do there. I, I, I hope I, 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 I got I, what I expected. I, I hope we did. Whatever I got exactly what I expected. Whatever you paused for, I hope we gave it to you. That's I was, all. I, I was just picturing you opening your closet, taking the map, and saying, "Ah, my muse." <laughs> <laughs> now I know what to do. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so I, I, I did a little bit of shopping. I bought a few things. I wore a tutu. Uh, and it's, at some point, I think there's a. I don't have a good picture of that yet, but somebody took some pictures, so hopefully I'll, I'll get one and maybe I'll share. That. I'm gonna pull up the picture that I saw to show these guys. Yeah, I hadn't seen it. Was that was that on the Instagram? Mm-hmm. You guys are over on Insta, huh? He did it for the gram. I've never seen Labyrinth. Then again, me neither. Yeah, that's I saw it when it came out back in the day because it was. Uh, I think Capitol it's, Records may have had a party for it. You can swipe uh-huh. swipe right on that, and stinker. Uh, you'll see the closer up. Pretty cool, actually. Very, I mean, I didn't get it, but I was like, that's a serious yeah. commitment. So I was, I, was a, I was a water nymph. That's what I decided I was. Okay. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Take a look at that. Uh-huh. So I, uh, I mean, it's not my bag, but... Uh, got some grease paint. Mm-hmm. A couple of different colors. Uh-huh. Uh, I still have to learn how to do makeup properly, turns out. I, 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 think I like I, the suit. Oh, thank you. The jacket. Yeah, I like the outfit. I've been it's working for me. a little bit with some, uh, with some jewel stickers. I thought right. you were a character from Steven Universe. That's yeah, what, what was that about? You said something about Steven well, Universe. Well, there was so when I went, there was a there was a lady who was dressed in a ball gown, but it was a an interpretation of uh, Rose Quartz from Steven Universe, and I oh. wanted to take a picture with her. And you could, if you wanted to stretch it, you could say I was uh, like lap, lapis lazuli. I would like to stretch it. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to say that. I would. I'm going to tell my kids. I'll go home and tell my kids that. <laughs> that I'm not a huge fan of stretching it in general, but in this case. <laughs> Better stretch it. You gotta let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, so it was, you know, it's, it's. I mean, you go around there and you see all the people in their costumes. That's that's the fun part, really, is is just to see all the different things that people do and like mechanical wings and uh, that sort of thing. So, hmm. yeah. Mechanical wings. Mechanical wings. Who is that? Stephen Weber <laughs> <laughs> doing an updated version of his program. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah. Poor Johnny. Good boy. That was clean Carson showed up. Yeah. That, or that was, uh, was lame Carson. That's who that was. That was lame Barely doing the voice. <laughs> we'll be right back. Gary, did you look, find that Shumka thing I was asking you No, find? I didn't. Darn it. Unless it's the new uh, Jeopardy announcer. That was back in June. Oh, wow. You're that far back? It must have been Graham Clark then. Uh, must have been Graham. 
What's his? Do you know his hand, Twitter handle off the top of your head? At Graham Clark. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's true, but probably right. <laughs> Sounds about right. G R A H A M. Standard spelling. Standard spelling. Graham. G R A M. It's not that. It's Just not like the crackers. Oh, that's a grand. That was Graham Elwood. Oh wait, maybe uh, I opening line for a while. Him. He's not. That's right. My name is Graham Elwood. Graham like the cracker. A cracker. Elwood like the blues brother. And we would bust his balls <laughs> every night. <laughs> every night. Now, am I helping? Did you find it? Yeah, I found it. He found it. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I like that character. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. He posted a bunch of pictures of... of uh, uh, How you doing? I don't know. Something wrong. My head's misfired. When, when did you get back into town? This Yesterday. morning? <laughs> Yesterday. Yeah, right. You come right from the airport? You, you, you seem a little groggy. I don't know. What's wrong? Well, you know, maybe it's a little bit. Now, here's Huey a Herman is what I was trying to say. <laughs> Couldn't okay. get it out. No, okay. go back. It's it's days ago. It might even be a week ago. Mm. This might be a fool's errand. It's a, yeah, I would say probably. Right? What could it be? There's going to be no payoff. Right. right. That's, no, that's, that's, that's sure. the worst part. Yeah. It's like that we can guarantee. I have a, I have a technical <laughs> question, Garen. If you got back yesterday, how come I, I feel like I saw you on logged into your PlayStation before that. Oh. Is that oh, he never went to Michigan. <laughs> I logged into my brother's PlayStation. Uh, so yeah. you could play your. Yeah. yeah, so I could play Warframe. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, there is an explanation. There we go. An Let's alibi. Mm-hmm. An explanation. Um, all right. Uh, I, don't know, I, I, I don't know even know what I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Lenny and Squiggy join the army. Is, that is, it, uh, is it uh, a link to a clip uh, Cisco of Niebuhr? something? Cisco and Ebert. No. No. I mean, that's August 11th. This is something you're going to have to look up on your own time, Jim. <laughs> I'm well aware of that. I, I've, I've, I've called this off. I've called this there's hunt n- off. There's no worse feeling than I saw something as, as I scrolled by, and I don't really know who posted it, but I want to find it again. This I watched this clip. This no, was didn't. not me scrolling by, friend. The premise but, was I watched it, but and you, I enjoyed it. Okay. And you don't know what it is, and you've got it narrowed down to two people who might have tweeted it out, but maybe that's wrong. Yes. Again, <laughs> seconds ago, I thought it was you and Paul of Tompkins. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Oh, well. Hmm. It's frustrating in this modern age when there's any piece of information that you can't get your hands on. Yeah. yeah. Right? It, it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. You know what does feel right? The moonlight. Moonlight. Can't fight it. Feels right. A little, uh, I don't know that song. Yacht Rock for you. <laughs> I have a theory about music. I just I'm, I'm listening. A brand new theory I hatched yesterday. Okay. Two things happened to me yesterday. I was at a, a uh, function where there was a, a playlist of 80s music playing at this function. I enjoyed it. And then uh, somebody was tweeting about Neutral Milk Hotel's album, the airplane uh, over the sea. And I thought, well, let me listen to that. I listened to that. I did not enjoy that. And I, and I hatched a theory. <laughs> it's not much of a theory. But that 80s music is enjoyable to revisit and 90s music isn't. <laughs> Wait a minute. Because I listen to Wait, Nirvana. You're the guy that's going to make this? Yeah, why? <laughs> yes, no shit. Oh, really? <laughs> but I have, I have a You've counter been, argument. Oh, a counter argument. Oh, boy. A, a very... and, and, and 70s music can be enjoyable to revisit. 60s music, very enjoyable to revisit. What was it about the 90s that they I'm, fucked up? I'm going to guess it's your age is the thing. So maybe. Because uh, Elise spent a good deal of the weekend making... I forget how she got started on this, but for some reason, she's just like, I'm going to make a playlist of all female artists from the 90s and a little bit beyond, like a, a, a dabbled, you know, sprinkling of, of more recent people. 
but just that that genre that hatched in the 90s that was like sarah mclaughlin um sean colvin like all these sort of like female empowerment solo artists who are uh-huh. kind of like jewel yeah uh, all those people and so she made this gigantic thing it was like a hundred over a hundred songs she just kept going and going and uh we were listening to it all weekend and it was great really That's a very specific yeah, that is not is. A, a the '90s though. That right, is, that that's a very specific singer songwriter yeah, sort of vibe. That's true. I I wonder if the '90s, you know, maybe the '90s was the first decade that didn't hold together as a musical uh, time period because there's a lot of very like weird disparate well, things. But happening. the '80s is very '81 to '87 yeah. is or yeah. even '84 to '81 is right. night and day. True. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I remember Dave Holmes once tweeted that the that the 80s didn't actually begin until 1983 or something. Mm. Uh, it was a funny tweet. I can't remember his example song that was like, the, the 80s didn't start until this song came out in 83. Dexy's Midnight Runners. Uh, that song. Come on, that I rang in yeah. the 80s. Yeah. That's that, a great song. It's a wonderful song. You know the story behind that song? I, I, I'd, I'd like, like to hear your version. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go behind the music with Andy Daly. Well, that it was written by a dude who was then forced out of the band. Hmm. And uh, and then it was recorded and became very popular w- with the rest of the band post the guy that wrote it getting booted out of oh, the band. Wow. <laughs> that guy had to shitty. get some some resids. I wonder. I, I don't know. Saying, I mean, if his name's uh, one of the writers, yeah. I would hope so. Come on. I, I remember thinking that he just got all around fucked. Hmm. From what I read, jeez, but eh, maybe not. This was not as case? fun of a story as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> you did kind of set it up that was going to be. The, oh, really? In a way, the story of this is: so there was this woman, Eileen. I don't know any of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I just know the. Now I'm bringing up my son quite a bit today. My son's mm-hmm. birthday party is this coming weekend. Delightful. And the theme mm-hmm. is uh, '80s music. Oh, and. Muppets. <laughs> yeah. What is Abba. his uh, kind of a preferred Muppet period? Muppet stuff. Um, boy, that's a good question. Mm. Uh, he doesn't like the Muppet Babies. Uh, no. Like the, like the rest of the world. New right. or classic? He does not like the Muppet Babies at all. But he likes the newer Muppet movie? Yeah. Oh, he, well, he, he loved uh, this uh, Melissa McCarthy movie. He thought that was hysterical. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he like it? No. Oh, okay. Did you see it? I saw it a while ago. Oh, that's you right. You did? Yeah. It did not get a good review in Entertainment Weekly. It's not going to get good reviews from anybody, but it's. No. I found it to be very funny. You laughed like, you know, again, I saw Lights Just to Drive, which is probably one of the worst movies ever, and I laughed like an idiot for an hour and a half. I like that movie, too. So, Who was in License to Drive? The, the Corys. Oh, oh. And Heather Graham. A young Heather Graham. Wow. Yeah. It's. I would imagine it's awful, but I laughed like an idiot. There's definitely something about going in with extremely low expectations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, I guess just the classic Muppets. He likes... Uh, like the original Muppet movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He likes all those. Does he watch the other, like the great Muppet caper? Uh-huh. Muppets Watches take, them all. Muppets take Manhattan. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Great Muppet caper. Eh. Muppets take Manhattan. Fantastic. Very, you love it. Fantastic. You love That's it. That's my wife's Ooh, favorite, I think. Yeah. And then 80s music. He's uh, My son loves 80s music. Loves it. Anything, loves it. What in particular? Not the hairband stuff. He likes the no, 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 no. Yeah, very, very, very like uh, yes, the yeah, yeah. like new wave, uh, new yeah, age, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. or first wave is what I'm trying to find from uh-huh. Sirius XM. Mm-hmm. Like we went to see the ABC concert. He loved it. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. not a bad creation. Yeah, Karen. Mm. Karen, you know that's not the case. <laughs> You're really just throwing up a roadblock now. And you should be on the internet looking for that fucking thing I saw, thought I saw. Uh, that's going to be my nightmare room. Yeah. Never, never finding that clip. Yeah. 
it's like you wake up and it's just a bunch of clips that are almost that but not the right one cool what's this now after mash episodes no <laughs> after mash <laughs> what was my joke when, when uh, at, the, at the Walter Koenig roast where uh, Jamie Farr came up and I had some slam on after mash and oh he, where was this roast uh, it was the night before Walter got a star on the Walk of Fame. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what fun. Who? What? Uh, oh, what fun. Harlan Ellison was the headliner. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> but, but to the sci-fi world. Sure. Really? Yeah, Harlan's here! The place went crazy. Oh, all right. Uh, Jamie Farr, Will Wheaton was involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, boy, who else was there? Why did you point at me when you said that? Will, Will Wheaton? Wheaton. Yeah. Of course, Matt, Will Wheaton was there. Uh, I do about, like but, Stand By Me. But what the hell was my... I did have a, an aftermath joke, and then when Jamie got up, he, he went... Uh, you know, Jimmy was up here making fun. He goes, uh, you're right. Whatever whatever my joke was, mm-hmm. he, yeah. owned, he owned, yes, oh. that show stunk. <laughs> God, I wish why I did they do the it? I think, uh, why did they do any se- uh, yeah. uh, sequel? That's this, not what they're called. This may, or may, this may or may not be true, but because of my age, I think I saw an episode of After MASH before I ever saw an episode of MASH because I remember when it came out I, I was right at the age where I was starting to watch TV and I was like what's this new show and mm. I watched the first episode and I was like this isn't funny did they get rid of all the writers from MASH I mean what, why did After MASH not work did they clean house did they try I to make it more I don't know what the deal was well, camera- you had Harry Morgan and Jamie Farr and Radar Gary Berghoff and was that it from the original yeah, cast I think so. yeah so you know Right, you, did, mean, you didn't have your you didn't have your you've Alda. Got, you've got three supporting characters. Yeah, to now yeah, be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that explains your letting in Squiggy theory. Then maybe that's why our, our question. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> well, we never got to well, see that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got uh, a okay. focus group has spoken. They don't want to see it. <laughs> I guess apparently. I right. also think Lost I don't, I think Aftermath wasn't a comedy. That my recollection is that it wasn't funny. Oh, I thought it maybe, went the other way. I thought it was supposed to be maybe a little. Oh, really? Uh, went, uh, I would gag love, heavy. I would love to watch it again to understand because I my recollection was like this is and it's very hazy because I was very young. But I, my recollection was that it wasn't even there was no laugh track even. You might be right. I just remember, I was just bothered by everything about it that it was all indoors that they were wearing lab coats. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? <laughs> None of this is what I expect or want. Hello, that's my Lenny Squiggy. Oh yeah, uh, maybe that's something. Garen Squiggy needed. specifically. <laughs> Garen, can you find out if Aftermath had a laugh track? Here's my Lenny. <laughs> remember that? Whenever a hot woman would come in, it took place in a veteran's hospital. Uh, Funny. Uh, I mean, you're right that's off the right. bat. I'm laughing. I'm laughing. Lab coats you're gonna have PTSD jokes. You're gonna have amputation. <laughs> jokes right there's a lot it'd be great all right we gotta finish up we gotta go what the yeah we're done oh we're done quick in and out oh right all right it's called the andy daily pilot project podcast and it's yes what's up dude we forgot to mention the sevens thing do you want to mention that yeah go ahead (laughs) what's that guy's name garen Hold on, I'll, I'll look up that, that email. The guy created it? We're talking yeah, about yeah, the yeah, Travis Hall of Fame blank? Yeah, we were. No, no, no. We're still on the air, by the way. I know you are. Oh, 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 oh. I'm letting everybody else know that. Yeah. <laughs> Curious about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, Curious to hear your thoughts. I, you know I'm very interested in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Is that true? You are. I am. I, I, I want to hear your opinions of this new Comedy Hall of Fame in Lucille Ball's hometown. Uh, is that the one that uh, Kelly Carlin is involved mm-hmm, with? Mm-hmm. Uh, good, good luck to everybody. Okay. My mother Mike informs Cisneros. me that it's closer to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame than it is to the Baseball Hall of Fame. I don't know why my mom looked up that <laughs> distance wow. comparison. Maybe she wants to do a Hall of Fame uh, weekend. I she, guess so. Uh, she hits them all I on think a road you could. trip. I think you could. The big three. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, baseball, rock and roll, of course, comedy. Comedy Hall of Fame. <laughs> who was there? Lorraine was there for the opening. Uh, Lorraine Newman, Dan Aykroyd. Dan uh, Aykroyd contributed his motorcycle. You think comedy, you think Dan Aykroyd's motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> that is an exhibit at the museum. <laughs> that, that should be a whole room. <laughs> not the hat. Not, nope, not nope. a jumpsuit. You, you know that scene in the Blues Brothers where he shows up in his motorcycle? <laughs> Do I? No. <laughs> nope, nope. Dan Aykroyd's motorcycle has contributed nothing perhaps to come. Not one thing at all. Cone. There's never been a laugh generated by that motorcycle. Yeah. And the thought of him now missing it, you know? Be like, well, you could get it. You go yeah. ahead and get it back. Nobody's going, there it is, honey! There's the Aykroyd cycle! Seriously. Uh, maybe we're all underestimating Dan Aykroyd and he knows that we're all going to laugh because he gave a motorcycle to the comedy hall. You think so? I mean, it might still be funny. I guess this. I, I guess Andy bringing it up did generate laughs. Oh, uh-huh. so okay. Oh, uh-huh. Now on a meta level, it has done its job. <laughs> Another thing at the Comedy Hall of Fame is is holograms of some of your favorite comedians doing their favorite bits. Oh, you can go and watch a hologram of them doing. <laughs> it. And who is it? Give me these stuff. Probably George Carlin. I gotta be George Carlin. <gasps> uh, just him. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who else. Huh. Maybe sure, Lenny obviously. Bruce. Lenny Bruce. Some Richard Pryor up there. I love comedy and I love hologram technology, but I'm not 100 percent sure I want I'm this. Not sure they go together. I yeah. feel that about hologram in general. I don't. I don't. I don't need to go see a, a concert of uh, yeah. Elvis. Yeah. No, huh. I'll just watch the uh, movie. Yeah, it's in enough that. dimensions for me. It's 68. Uh, <laughs> Two is combat. plenty. Two is plenty of dimensions <laughs> for Elvis. Uh, the premise that started it was that uh, Pat Benatar is not in the Rock Hall of Fame, and I oh. think that is re- she should have been in 20 years ago. I think it's ridiculous. Uh, I have no position on that. <laughs> How do you have a position? No, I have no position. It's, on it's cut and dry. No feelings about Pep Benatar? Uh, sure, uh, she can go. Who? Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Okay, you're okay with it? Yeah, I'm okay. I don't, I don't understand the process that, of, of by which they make these decisions. It's all arbitrary and ridiculous. Yes. And and I think I, the the thing that always amazes me is how sore everybody is about it all the time. They are how, right, like how you get like uh, Daryl Hall, Daryl Hall in his acceptance speech, and this is not an uncommon Rock and Roll Hall of Fame acceptance speech. Went up there and spent a good chunk of time complaining about all the people who have not been put yeah. in yeah. yet. <laughs> Well, what 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 is it about this process that you think is so sanctified that it actually confers any kind of anything? It has no meaning. But to him, it does. To him, it does. But you know, I, so I guess the question is: Has it has the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame contributed more positive feelings or negative feelings? Got to be world? negative. I'm going to say negative. It seems yeah. like there's more ire than there is joy. Oh, absolutely. Because you're right. Even people who get in seem angry. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. This is ridiculous. You recognize me, but you don't recognize this guy. Like, yeah. like, come on. Just say thank you. Or sometimes they just they just get, they yell at all the people who doubted them and they're, they're, yes. they're bitter about everything that happens. Like, you you got here. Yeah. Why are you mad? John Bon Jovi. Well, I think we talked about this last time. Going up there going, well, it's about time is that what he <laughs> said he yes, that? yes I, I don't know if well you're out of your mind you shouldn't be there at all well he's been mad for a long time that he hasn't isn't in the right well look in the thing. mirror and be happy then he's a handsome man yeah we've told the story before but maybe not to you 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 will mm. enjoy this mm. uh an unnamed associate of ours in bloomington indiana mm. uh knew a guy who uh, did um masonry i guess or something and no. john cougar <laughs> no, no i'm saying the guy he knew was a mason like and, oh, and, and was called out to john cougar mellencamp's house uh-huh. because his patio had been oh, yeah. smashed up <laughs> he had a nice like a right. slate or stone pa- uh, patio or something mm. 
was all smashed up. Mm-hmm. Guy got called out to, to repair it. And he said, oh, what happened here? And he goes, oh, yeah, John didn't get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame again. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what Sorry, they, what do they story. think it means? <laughs> I don't know. Is John Mellencamp now in the he Rock is and now, Roll I think he's now in he it. Is I, don't, I don't know if he is. Oh, is, he? is he not? Oh, I, I, I thought he had so. since gotten oh, in. Oh, boy. But don't you think he deserves to be in before he Bon Jovi? He probably should be in there. He's before John Bon Jovi, absolutely. absolutely. The songs are better. The Yes. Yeah, the problem absolutely. is he kept changing his name so he doesn't get as many votes. He splits you, his votes. Maybe that's oh, what happens. Yeah. Split. Votes. Yeah. Johnny Cougar got three votes this year. <laughs> I'm yep. a Cougar Mellencamp voter. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It hurts so good. Got that right. I guess uh, he is in. Yeah, he is in. Oh, he is in? What year did he get in? 1991. Like, we're all upset <laughs> over nothing. 2008. 2008. So about yeah. 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> you. Uh, all right, all right. Hey, give this website and we can go. So, uh, yeah, this guy, Mike Cisneros. It's, that's not live yet. Oh, it's not live. Oh, okay. No. okay. He hasn't pushed to public yet. He was what are you doing? You're lowering the barber chair? No, I tried to put my, us the I link tried to do this, but over here, oh, I see. not enough chair there. Uh, the link is live, but it's not. Only the link holders can see it. So if it's oh. not, it's well, not. I was going to give the link, but I guess he wants to wait. He wants to wait. All right. Yeah, because well, I think there'll be a real. There's some address very exciting stuff coming in in the in the world of sevens. <laughs> 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 I think it's genuinely cool. I was looking at it. It is. It's, he did a fantastic job. Oh, it's beautiful. It's really cool. Yeah. This is where producing the show might help. It's the history of sevens. Is that Why would that help? Why would that help? Fun conversation. <laughs> I'll email him right now and tell him to make it public, and then we'll get the actual link. But once but once what, I say what, the link, that is. But it's by, gobbledygook. Defi- it's just it's just a Bitly link right now. I can just give them the Bitly uh, link. All right, Karen, why are you fighting me? Maybe, on this? maybe the guy doesn't want it to go live that's, yet. That's that was I, that was my concern. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with Elliot. Maybe, maybe there's no longer fun. <laughs> maybe, maybe there some, well, maybe there it, it was fun until he said that, and that <laughs> ruined everything. I have that really what ruined it. Can't we say that about everything he does? <laughs> I haven't understood anything <laughs> since. 2008. That was the last thing I understood. You've played sevens uh, before. You've played the I, game. I don't think it's I our have. pyramid let's game. Play. Oh, let's yeah. play with oh, oh really? Thrill. Oh, cool. Give the kid a thrill. All right, here we go. <laughs> Boy, do I love games. Hey, Garen, look up if he's ever played. Oh, that's a great question. Go to that uh, new sevens. Oh, oh, oh. Now we're giving it away. I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you a Hollywood story. Okay. Back when I was on Mad TV, mm-hmm. Nicole Sullivan used to host parties she was so excited about the show survivor this was when survivor was first on mm-hmm. she would host survivor parties and about 40 people would show up and she'd divide us into two teams and we would play games like like don't break the ice or whatever kind of like board kind of games mm-hmm. and if your team lost the game they would vote somebody out of the party <laughs> oh, no! what? Oh, no. Wow. Yeah. So I'd be yeah. there for like 10 minutes. Then. Now, you did not technically have to leave, but you were no longer participating in any of the fun. What the? And why stay then? Yeah, yeah, you would leave. You would literally just be sitting on a couch all by yourself if you were the first one voted out. And then you get joined by one other person. And then, like, if enough people stayed long enough, that would get to be its own party. But right. that never happened. Wow. <laughs> and did you get voted out ever? Uh, I one time was in, like, the final three. 
uh, and that was enjoyable. But the other times I went, I got voted out pretty early, and I was like, I guess I'm going to go. And in fact, you would give a speech at a window. <laughs> what? What? An open window. You would go outside the house and give a speech in an open window, like oh, your torch ceremony. That is so great. And uh, and then you were kind of expected to just go out to the car. <laughs> but you could come in. You could you can come in. But you left. You would leave. Yeah, I, would leave. I like the idea. That's also a good way of just like uh, parties have party. to end at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So totally. When it went down, you know what? You lost. <laughs> but you are voted out. You are voted out. That's rough. That's rough. By your own team or by both teams? Is, is everybody voting? Or no, the way Survivor used to work is that so my team lost, and now the team, as a consequence, has to decide which yeah. member of gotcha. our team is getting voted out, yeah. and it is, it's a vote. Did they uh, do the whole thing with the paper and everything, too? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Andy, the tribe has spoken. All right, here. Yes, exactly. Here's your category. Movies. Andy is in his he has never played. Here we go. First timer. Uh-huh. It's basically Pyramid. I'm going to give you clues, oh, and you I'm have to get guess. voted off of this podcast. Aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Movies. Here's our categories: movies, TV shows, celebrities, music. Movies, TV shows, celebrities, music. Then you got the seventies, the eighties, the nineties, two thousands. Seventies music, eighties music, nineties music, two thousands music. Oh Jesus! Now he doesn't know what categories are popular or not. True. So uh, okay. Then you've got uh, stand up. Am, am I being asked to choose categories? Yeah. No. Oh, I am. So I should be paying attention. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what this say? was a lot of categories. Uh. Then you got uh, you got movies as uh, comedy, movies action, movies rom com, movies award winners, superheroes, stand ups. Uh, you got those music categories, the decades, as I mentioned. Now I'm, I'm repeating these only because you weren't paying attention. Oh, you are. TV shows. They sound movies. different. <laughs> I shorten them up. <laughs> Pick a category, dickhead. It's not going to be TV shows. Okay. You don't uh, watch TV. I don't watch television. Um, I don't think it should be movies. Okay. Unless maybe comedy movies. 80s music, yes. Most uh, popular category, I believe. Oh, it is. I will, 80s music and comedy movies. How many categories do I have to choose? Just one. one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we know why we've never played this video. <laughs> As a reminder, when we did Running Your Trap, only one time was the was the end game ruined, and it was by this man right here. <laughs> it was me! <laughs> Andy, there's six more minutes of gameplay. <laughs> I am stupid. <laughs> so we're doing 80s music. Sure. That's All the right. most popular category. You're it bored is. of it? Should I do something more? In- no, no. Would yeah. you rather do 70s? Mm, no. I wanted to do 80s. Do you mind doing it? very clear what I wanted to do. Right, here we go. You have seven seconds to get each one of these. Here we go. Oh, fuck. The faster right. you get it, the more points you get. Here it comes. Here it comes. Wait, can I pass? Yeah, shut up. Here it comes. Uh, 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 nope. You cannot pass, but after seven seconds, it goes to the yeah, I was. Yeah. I, I, I only said nope because I was in my head that mm. he did. Oh, oh, shoot. What's happening? Okay. All right, here we go. We're going to start over. Mm-hmm. I, you don't pass. I, it only oh. takes seven seconds. All right, all right. There's no reason to ever pass. Okay. Here it comes. I should turn this up, huh? Something like that. Susanna Hoff's band, Walk Like an Egyptian. The Bangles. Yes. Uh, Billy Idol's big hit. It's a nice day for a... White wedding. Yes, sir. Uh, 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 don't You Forget About Me, that band. Uh, uh, the Simple Minds. Yes. Uh, Michael's sister. Uh, Janet. Yes. Uh, Olivia Newton-John's big hit, Let's Get Physical. Yes. Uh, Mark Knopfler's band, uh, uh, Walk of Dire Life. Straits. Yes. Uh, are We Not Men? We Are. Devo. Uh, yes. That was pretty good. I'm going to say 22. 27. Whoa. Wow. 27. Hot stuff. Oh. 27. Oh. Andy Daly. It's a good showing. some big How does that rank? There. Simple Minds took a little bit. Uh, that was the only one that uh, everything else was a five or a four. Simple Minds oh. hurt us a little bit. Simple Minds. High score of all time. 33. So 27 is very 27 good. Thank very you good. very much. How exciting. Very All good. right. That's my category. All right. There we go. 
Uh, Andy, thank you for being here. Thank you. The Andy Daly Podcast, Papa Papa, is back. <laughs> is on Earwolf wherever you get your podcast starting September 7th. No, I mean, 6th. 6th. Yeah. <laughs> they moved it up. <laughs> they moved it up. I mean, I have the pop culture piece. Look at them over there. There's Garen Cockrell back there behind the uh, Michigan Troll. That's the King Palms. Elliot Hooper behind the dashboard. That's a hunch map on that. Our great friend, Andy Daly. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com. <laughs>